listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks of games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Welcome back, dear gamers, to episode 78 of the Gamecasters podcast. We're a geriatric 78 episodes old at this point, you damn kids. And like a geriatric 78-year-old, there are awful things coming out of our holes at a constant, unpredictable rate. As I look back, I'm reminded of all the good times we had when we were still in the throes of youth, tricking everyone into thinking we were wholesome and professional, a show to be respected. Well, now the filter (laughs) is off, which again is a metaphor also applicable to the elderly. We're pulling out of the driveway and not looking both ways. We're leaving our left blinker on and going 30 (laughs) in a 55. We're wearing diapers and eating dinner at 4.30. Then it's lights out by nine. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? (laughs) Do you want to try that again? Yeah, okay, I'll take it again. Welcome back, gamers, to episode 78 of The Filthcasters, a show so raunchy and disturbing your ears will need therapy. I'm Ryan, the maestro of manure, and with me is Natalie, the nasty, and Jeff, the trash board garbage, <laughs> as we throb, pulsate, and 12-inch ever closer to episode 100. Stop. That's too much. <laughs> Ew. Okay, let me try one more time. Welcome back, sweet. <laughs> yeah, pulsate. And throb and 12 inch ever closer. Oh, ever closer. <laughs> Welcome back, sweethearts, to a lordly romp through the tangled tapestry of our souls. No, no, no that's weird. <laughs> okay. All right, well, all right, one more time. Welcome back, you basement dwelling neck bearded. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, somewhere in between all that okay. would probably be just fine. <laughs> all right. Hello there. Let's begin. Okay. <laughs> in today's episode, I'd like to discuss what Jeff and Natalie have been up to, then we'll opine on some games we've been playing, and then we'll do a segment or two before we play a game, ending the show with a top five list. Bada binga, bada booma. Sound good to you? Bada bing, yeah, bada boom. Yeah, I gotta do that top five list. <laughs> oh. We'll be right back. Well, <laughs> and we're and back. welcome back. <laughs> so what's up with you, Jeff? We're watching TV again. What TV are you watching Okay, again? let me tell you. Okay. The new season of Dexter is out. Yes, Ooh, we're watching yeah. it. We're caught up on that too. There's only two. So three? only two. Yeah. Three will be like tonight. Mm, tonight, yeah. Okay. So which is Sunday. Yes. We and didn't realize that was the case. We thought all ten were out, so we were like oh, gearing up last nope. night to like I watch like, them all in a row. More Dexter, and he was like, I was no like, more. it's over. It's only two. I know. We're, <laughs> it kind of makes it. It's like a good and bad thing because yeah. it's not going to be over so fast. Yeah. True. But awesome. I'm getting senses of old Dexter. Yeah. Like original Dexter. These people don't age, by the way. No. They look the same. The actress who plays Deb. Yeah, looks, looks the same. Exa- I'm like, Michael C. Hall looks the same. Yeah. He looks exactly the same. I yeah, guess he, they got, I guess if you look at a picture of him back-to-back against Dexter from 10 years ago, sure. you can kind of tell. Yeah. But I was expecting it to be more drastic. Yeah. So like, not oh God, like, it's been it's a not decade. Like Paul Rudd level, but it's... Right. Yeah, right. He's, he's still... Yeah, he's, looking he's good. aging a little bit. Right. And so I'm like loving that because I didn't, I didn't really love the way it ended, but Dexter is like Agreed. one of my favorite shows ever. Agreed. Yeah, it has, I agree with you. You know, season four, I think might be the best season of like any show I've ever watched. Was it season? Was it the Trinity? Yeah, that was, was season Trinity. four. Oh, okay, I thought that was season yeah, three. That and that was, was just great. amazing. And I'm, I'm happy to have it back. It, I thought the first episode was so cool. I'm not going to spoil anything. But just that it just like eased back into it and like yeah. And then I was like, yes, we love it too. Awesome. Yeah, we, like we love it already too. Uh, we're watching. Uh, so you have Showtime then. Yeah. Okay. We watched one episode of the show called Yellow Jackets. Have you oh, seen that being no, advertised? But we, yeah, I've seen the advertisement. Okay. The picture yeah. it was creepy. I didn't really like weird. It. Ooh. <laughs> okay. The the premise is that like there's a tapestry this... into our souls. Oh, wait, but that's the one <laughs> yeah. with um, Christina Ricci. Yes. Okay. We saw like a preview. So the the premise of the show is that there's this soccer team, this high school girl soccer team that's very good. Are they're they the Yellow to, Jackets? They're the Yellow okay. Jackets. That's the high school mascot. Right. And. 
they win all these games and they go, they're going to nationals, which I don't really understand what that means in high school terms. Usually just win like state, but anyway, they're going to nationals and they're like on this plane and the plane crashes. Oh, geez. And they, yeah. So, well, don't, maybe not. Okay. Um, So the plane Uh, crashes. They're flying again. And they, they're in like, some of them survive and they're in the middle of this forest. Okay. And then it starts to flash back and forth between when they're in high school and kind of the troubles that they're going through. And then it flashes forward to some of the now women. Now we're eating each other. Well. <gasps> what? Wait, for real? Out? Uh, oh! No, what? not that one. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Those are two very different things. So, <laughs> so it then flashes forward to modern day where the, they're, they're women and they have careers and they're sort of kind of separated. And, and it starts to, there's this mystery of like, what the hell happened yeah. in this forest who for 19 who? months Whoa. while they're there? They were there for 19 yes, months. Yes, before anybody found it. So. It's it's creeps into like maybe a weird what is going on in this sort of forest. Not like lost where there's like yeah, polar bears and weird right. stuff, but like, but like what do they do to savages, each other? What right, like, yeah. So I don't know a whole lot more than that, but that's like the premise of the first episode. Okay, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, that it's, sounds way more interesting than I thought. Yeah, it's interesting it like and weird movie. and a little like creepy to start with, but it's yeah. something I think we'll probably keep watching. We're probably going to watch that then because we're the looking last for new show, shows. And the last show we're watching is on Hulu called Dope Sick. Oh, okay. Are you watching that? No, we haven't no. watched that. Okay, it's the... The creation and of like oxycontin, Cotton? okay, and it's it's basically how they sort of lied about what oxy was, and it's the true story. So it's the true story, but with actors. Okay, so it's um, not, it's a, not documentary. a documentary, right? Okay, um, and it's it's disturbingly good. Where it's you get angry at the show for how much they lied to people and yeah. about yeah. what yeah. this drug was, saying that it, you wouldn't get addicted to it and less than 1% of people get addicted to it and just the lies that were portrayed and how then the FDA was paid. It was just like this unraveling story of Oxy and it's disturbing. I would say like if you maybe had family or something, maybe don't watch it. It might be too personal for some yeah, people. Yeah, right. But we're watching, it's really what interesting. What led you to that it, show? It just popped up on Hulu, and we were like, "Let's get let's it." Try it. it gets great reviews on IMDb, and oh, we were great. like, "Okay, let's check let's it out." Do it. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's one of those things that's disturbingly good. Is it is it an actual show, or yeah. is it like a miniseries and then it's over? It's I think it's going to be like ten episodes and done. Okay, so they're going to tell the story like a miniseries in, kind in of like thing. ten. And so those those three things are, I like them so far. It's hard to recommend all of them because there are only a few episodes. So you said in, they but I'm really use liking actors. Them. I don't know why this is confusing me so much. Yeah. They use actors, but it's not fiction. It's all real stuff. They're just yes. using yeah. people to portray these real life events. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, we watched. So back right when COVID started, they were in the middle of, I think it was season five of Billions. And then they just stopped it right just in the middle of the season because, because of, COVID, of COVID, so they couldn't film anymore. Oh, and so yeah. they just we were really bummed about it. They just uh, put out the rest of that season, and so we watched the rest of Billions and um, part one, part two. Breaking yeah, part that, two. right? They just wanted to make more money, so they split up <laughs> yeah. last they split season. The last two. season up into two. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then um, great show. I by the just way, watched. Have you watch Billions? No, that, that's oh. Showtime. You will. Well, now we have Showtime, so we could. You watch should. It. That. All right. I think that might be. No, I'm not going to say that. It is one of the best shows you'll see. Yeah. But here's another good. thing about it. It's that it. good. It's really, it's, really good. A lot of the stuff, it's very good and interesting, but it goes over our head because it's all about like... like Hedge funds. Head, like like the stock market yeah, and all that, that yeah, stuff. So there's us. a lot of times where like at the beginning of the series, we would like Google what they were talking recaps about. <laughs> of the episode, like explain to me and like... So I can understand like what happened here, and then it was I'm sure also, there are like, podcasts really that talk about it too, or something yeah. to like listen to and read because 
Those are people's actual lives, probably. And they people t- live those there's lives. There's no, like, getting into it. They just jump in, you know, as if you are in a hedge fund yeah. operating, you know, these crazy right. accounts. Yeah, like, it's not like teaching They don't you. assume that you yeah. don't know. But there's they some really you know. good characters in it, and it's a very good show. I think, I mean, Giamatti... Paul Giamatti is one of my, he's and, one of my favorite actors And he's ever. not the best in the show. No, he's, And so that's yeah. what I mean. That's how Surprising. good it is. Yeah. Damian yeah. Lewis, I think, is even better. And okay. my favorite character is Wags, who, who Wags. was in Breaking Bad. He was in Br- Breaking Bad. Okay. He was, he was um, um, the nerdy uh, guy. Nerdy guy. Uh, the one that was like, <laughs> he was like the, the assistant to, what's it, to the Walter? Walter? regional manager. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. the regional manager. Remember the guy who did... He wasn't oh, in very long. He like yes, he wasn't in very long. Yes. He's in all the great shows. He was also in The Wire. But he's like completely yeah. opposite of that. He's all, Anyway, the show is great. I think, you, I think it's a great show yeah. that you guys should watch. And we then, also, we took the kids. Oh, did you have something else you want to say? I was going to say, I also watched Made, which I thought was really good too. It's not the most like upbeat show. Devin watched some of that. Is it the second and most upbeat show? She said it was a, like, she's like, it was real. And it was a little hard because it was so real. Yeah. At, thing. at the first episode, I remember. It, it reminds it me was, of Handmaid's Tale. It was still going on. And I'm like, all of this is happening. And it's only the first episode. I was like, oh, my God, this poor girl. Like what kind of stuff? Can you give me like a little example without so, spoiling yeah. anything? So, okay. Like she really has to poop all the time and the, just it, can't the, find the bathroom? The show opens up where like... It's r- relates. It's relatable. <laughs> it's basically like she is in a abusive relationship. So she takes her like three-year-old daughter and she like sneaks out of the house to get away and she has nothing, you know? And so she's basically trying and she didn't have a job. He was very like controlling. This is her um, dog? She had no money. I'm sorry, I'm being stupid. Go ahead. Keep going. Her boyfriend. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, come on. <laughs> So basically, <laughs> I mean, the gist of it is, you know, she's trying to like make it on her own, yeah. like, get away from this guy. Yeah, like restart um, her life with She nothing. gets a job as right. a maid. So she becomes a maid. She's then. trying to get like assistance from the government. She's, you know, there's shelters involved and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's like Danny. one of those shows where like every single thing goes wrong for her. Yeah. You know, it's like one thing after another. And it's like, oh, my God, this girl can't catch a break, you know. Right. But it's also really good, and I find I I really liked the actress. It was in it. like one of the more popular Netflix sh- yeah. like shows so on even Netflix. Though I it's it was not like that. yeah, number you know, two or not three. Not like an upbeat, watch. like feel good, like Ted Lasso. It is kind of just like oh man, but it's also so good. I couldn't stop watching it. It's like a yin like and yang for, for Ted Lasso, and... probably like a black and white cookie. It's the yang to Ted's it's yin. Ted's, Ted's yin. Yeah. Ew. Ugh. Natalie. His yin. Leave, Ted, a, you, leave Ted's yin out of this, Natalie. Leave his yin alone. Have you guys heard that there are new episodes of Tiger King available? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't like watched season. it, but I will. I wonder. Yeah. There's no way he's out of prison, right? No. There's no way. I don't know what the new season's about. I just saw it. I don't even think it's new season. I think, you know what they did with Making a Murderer when they just had like new episodes? Like follow-ups? I think oh, that's really? what it is. I think it's just well, some new episodes. Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars or something. She was? Yeah. Dancing with the Vaguely Familiar. Oh, gross. Yeah. That's so gross. Yucky. Why? She went home fast, I think. <laughs> I'll bet she did. <laughs> Nasty. So we took the kids to the movies the other day to see this movie um, called Ron's Gone Wrong. Oh, my God. Have you heard of that? Is it about Ron Swanson? <laughs> it is it's basically <laughs> a children's movie with the hypothetical love child of Baymax from Big Hero 6 and Wally. It's like if these two oh. robots made love and had another little baby robot. What's it called? Ron's what? Ron's gone wrong. Ron's gone. So here's the I don't here's like the, the name here's the that. real the it's real high level premise. It's a stupid name. Here's the high level premise. Uh, this tech company creates this little robot. Robot. That is this robot that's basically for children. Okay. To you make know, friends. To make friends. Help with. them make friends. Okay. So they basically them. take them to school. They take them everywhere in their lives, and they do everything for them. And it's like hyper technology. It's basically like a cell phone. 
but it's this little robot that does all this stuff for yeah. you. Okay. And there's this one, the main character of the movie is they can't afford one. So he is the only one in the entire world, essentially, that doesn't have one of these. So finally, uh, he complains enough because he's getting bullied basically for not having one. And his parents, his dad and his grandma basically kind of buy him one, but it's like one that fell off the back of the truck. And so it's, it's kind of broken. Yeah. <laughs> and so that becomes Ron. But he's not like a, a, a. But he's not a normal one because he's broken, so he's yeah. kind of all, all fucked of up. All the programs aren't like in in him properly, and he's so like he has to like teach Ron. But he's the best. How to, he's the best robot. He's hilarious. Heartwarming. It's really funny. Not only is he hilarious, there was at least two times where Ron did something, the robot, and I was like, "That's Ryan." I was like, "That's exactly what <laughs> Ryan would do." It's called <laughs> Ryan's gone wrong. <laughs> Close enough. I would like yeah. look at him like that's you. I would like- definitely <laughs> suckle the teat of my mother Baymax as Papa Wally tucks me into bed every night if I'm that love child because that's exactly what it was. You're watching this and it's it, you're kind of like this is really funny, but it's totally a rip of Baymax and Wally together. Yeah, but it was good. I it mean, was a really a, good movie. There's a lot of kids movies where we're just like, mm, yeah, those definitely. For yeah, kids. a lot of kids movies suck. Yeah, but this one I was entertained. <laughs> is this by. like? Was it Disney? Good. Would it be on Disney Plus at some point? Or? You know, I don't know who made it. It's uh, definitely a. Um, it's definitely like. A, I don't think it's not Pixar, but it's in that kind of. Yeah. In that kind of zone. I just looked up some of the, uh, Zach Galifianakis and Ed Helms do this. Yeah, like, some right. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Absolutely. I like yeah, them. They're some, funny. There's some, yes. Yeah, you could tell Ed Helms right away for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis, is he Ron? Zach Galifianakis is Ron. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Ed Helms is great. Right. Ed Helms is right. Um, also, uh, to take it down a couple of inches, we had the week of sickness hell run yeah. through our house. Yeah. I'm just lucky in the to be last. Here. Well, seriously, yeah, we, it's seriously. like just you're lucky now. that I'm here. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lord Madigan. Uh, I feel like we uh, desecrated some sort of ancient burial ground by accident or something and have been cursed with the plague of a thousand annoyances ever since. So here's the timeline. Two weeks ago, Wednesday, my ex calls me and says, I have COVID. So I go and pick up the kids. Everything's fine until Friday morning when Scarlett throws up a, a few times. Blech. Uh oh, she must have COVID. We think because you know her mom has COVID. She's all of a sudden sick right afterward. Uh oh, she's got COVID. So we keep them out of school and go get them all tested. Now, three COVID tests to kids below ten years old. And you was a fucking nightmare. The brain swirling one. Yes. So you got brain swirler. Okay. So you went all the way up in the brain. All the way up. They. Yeah. Pulled their brains out, showed them to them, yeah. watched and laughed as they cried, and then shoved Tested them back up shoved them back Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it went insane. We actually had to restra- physically restrain Scarlett. Yeah. And she was screaming at the top of her lungs. Any other child that was close by was like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Like, yeah. This damn I'm thing. We gotta go. That. Listen to that. Pack the diaper bag. Like, at least here. Scarlett was last, so the other two had already went. True. Which was also rough. Anyhow. Yeah. So the, that night, the test results come in. Because that, that we went to this specific place because they give the results same day. Even though it's not rapid, it was a yeah. PCR or whatever. PCR. Yeah. Um, negative for Cameron and for Scarlett. Scarlett's the one that threw up. So we're like, okay, yeah, cool. That's good. Lexi's was inconclusive. All right. And did you guys get one just in case or no? We did not. At that not point, at that point. No. Not at that point, we did not. So um, Lexi's inconclusive and it says insufficient genetic material. Not enough brain. So they didn't, yeah. they didn't they pull didn't all her brain, brain out of there. It wouldn't, it wouldn't budge. It was too yeah. big. Her but brain was too big to fit out there. Lexi because that'll give her just a head trip. Also, we, yeah, because she is by far the child of, of mine who is the most crazily worried about everything. Yeah, so sure. we're like, if they don't have it, she doesn't have it. It's fine. So yeah. I called the most school, likely. sent it to the <laughs> right. school, and I said to them, here's what we got. What do you want us to do? Like, yeah. you know, Cameron and Scarlett's are negative. Scarlett was the one sick. Lexi and Cameron have no symptoms. 
the Lexi's wasn't inconclusive because she may or may not. It was inconclusive because they didn't get enough material. Do you want us to go back and have her tested before we send her back? What should we do? And they were like, no, it's okay. You can send them. And the, the school even said they're like, our policy is the kids are not even required to have a negative result because they were around their mother. So they're not, you they're could, close, yeah. they're like, you know, we thank you for doing yeah. that, but you could send them anyway. So send them. Okay. Um, so, so, uh, like I said, we told the school what's wrong. The next day I get a call from the school at like, this is a contentious time. We'll say it's like 1030 in the morning and they're like, Cameron's in the office and he's sick. He's complaining that his stomach hurts. And great. You know, so I'm like, Oh my God. So I pick him up, bring him home. Like, does he I'm, have to poop? Can he just I don't go even, poop? I had, yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't even think I'd walked in the door. They're calling again. Lexi's sick now. Oh my God. So I'm like, what the fuck? So they're like, they were like, do you just want to get Scarlet too? Yeah. And we were like, fine. Yeah. Yeah. So sent Natalie. Natalie picked You're up. You're like, no, Lexi I want you to call me in 45 Yeah, call minutes. me in, call me in a half hour well. and then right. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we bring them all home. Um, by the time, um, let's see. So Natalie takes, okay, blah, blah. I'm just reading because I wrote this down because this is a this is a timeline that I have to read through. <laughs> that evening, they're all fine. Okay, so they they come home and they're Everyone like, everybody poops. Yeah, like right. he was fine. just like, my it stomach hurt really, for a while, but he was okay. Lexi just had, Lexi a, had headache. a headache. It wasn't that bad. So we're kind of like, okay, maybe this isn't a big deal. Um, in the middle of the night, of that night, so everybody's fine. In the middle of that night, Natalie wakes me up. I don't feel good. Oh, I thought Natalie, like, Hey, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Not that kind of wake yeah, you up. Yeah. The one good thing that happened yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> the kid slept so well yeah. that we got some time to ourselves. <laughs> so Natalie wakes up, stomach's hurt. She's throwing up now. Gross, I'm Natalie. Like, yeah. Throwing up's the gross. worst. Right. It was disgusting. I don't throw up. Like, that doesn't <laughs> happen to me. I don't do it. She's going number three all over the toilet. <laughs> oh. Like, Kids are all still yeah. fine, though. Okay? They're all still fine. So they go to school the next day. However, Lexi is complaining in that morning about being really, really tired. And we're just like, okay, it's you're just tired. Because we're not like, it's just the same thing, right? So we go get Natalie a test. She gets tested. Brain negative. Brain swirler. Yep, the brain swirler. Okay. Negative. Are there other Did kinds? you cry? Yeah, the yeah, there's um the there's rapid a, is not at as home bad. rapid that you don't have to go all the way up your oh, nose. You just okay. go about an inch a little bit gotcha. and then you swipe up top. Your and nose. that's what well, so I'll get yes, to that. I in a minute. Had the same one, the kids. We went to the same place. Okay. So <laughs> like every time. Natalie's test is negative, so we're like, okay, cool. Pretty much everyone is negative. This is just sick adjacent, right? So I go pick up the kids. Lexi gets in the car, and she just looks like like she's just, you know, I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, my head hurts really bad. And I'm like, did you, how was lunch? Did you eat your food? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, boy. So we get home. I check her temperature, 102. Oh, boy. Which she had likely had all day. She's like, I started shivering. Right after lunch, I was just shaking, and I'm like, "That's because you had a fever, honey." Yeah, I'm like you got to tell somebody. She, she might not know. You know, it's hard. It's hard to like. Well, the reason she didn't leave, or the reason she leave. didn't tell us, was our fault. Yeah. <laughs> because earlier we got their test and it was negative, and they were all like, they were all like, "Why did we tell them this?" We basically told them like, "Oh yeah," because they were when 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 they were like, "Oh yeah, we need to come home because my stomach well, we hurts." They we were, were fine. Yeah. So we were like, "Okay, they're just kind of they're just kind of playing this up." So we told them, you know, if you guys keep telling us that you know oh your stomach hurts we're gonna have to get you another test because right. now oh. it seems so like she didn't want it and so she was like oh i don't want another was, test yeah, so i'm yeah. just gonna Basically fucking to tough like, it out to like see if they're actually sick or if they were like fine but really it just made lexi uh, who was actually sick anxious not already tell anxious us about yep. because yeah. she didn't want to get a test yep and so now i'm feeling like horrible yeah, amounts like, of oh, guilt man. about this and so <laughs> she has a fever which is completely different than natalie and and scarlet's they yeah. just had stomach issues we just and had a stomach bug that so lasted now i'm like, like and of course hours. lexi's oh the one who was inconclusive i'm like so i have to i have to get her tested yeah. again 
So and then she was freaking out. Oh my out god, about that. she was freaked because the whole reason she didn't say anything in the first place was because she didn't want to get the test yeah. done. Now she has to get the test done, and she had to suffer through school all day. Oh, so I've now been to the testing facility three times in five days. <laughs> So we get Lexi. Um, you didn't have to do any of them. I didn't have to do any of them, yeah. thankfully. About that. He had to yep. drive me because that In your morning, face, everyone else. In your face, everyone. <laughs> I felt like lightheaded, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I can drive myself. Yeah. Oh, so man. the test results came back again, finally, negative. So all four of them were negative. So all the tests we had were thankfully. all Thankfully. Lexi's fever is now gone. All the stomach issues are good to go. And then Thursday night, Lexi wakes me up in the middle of the night. Telling me she has a sore throat. Now she sounds like the fucking crypt keeper. <laughs> like, it's like, in the middle of like, that. like that. And it's like this tiny little like eight-year-old nightmarish demon spawn talking to me from the body of Lexi, you know? <laughs> and every time she breathes, it sounds like stepping on a pile of dead leaves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, oh, uh-huh. like, what the fuck is going on with you? All like this is out of nowhere. And it sounded like she couldn't breathe. And I was like, I might have to take her to the fucking hospital. Cause she was like, she was freaking out. Yeah. You know, she was yeah. like, what is, she was like, what does this mean? Am I, do I have coronavirus? Am I going to die? I think I'm going to die. Will yeah. I die? And I'm like, Aww. you have to calm down. Yeah. No. She was like shaking. It was really sad. Um, I gave her some medicine and she ended up falling asleep, waking up perfectly fine. Friday, they Friday is then the day. The 10 day quarantine is over for their mother. They go back to Heather's house on Friday and everything is okay. Man. It was just like, it was so crazy because we had them for an extended period. Then they're all just like, all of us except Ryan, just like getting taking turns feeling sick in some way that none of it is related to COVID. Right. You know, and so it was just like, oh my God. But COVID has this way of making you think that every single sickness right, so in the world is not tested. there. It's all COVID. Right. right. And then we're just like, it just felt like, one thing after another, we're like, okay, at least today they're going to go to school. We'll get a little break during the day. Nope, they Wrong. all come home. Wrong. Okay, nope, now today they're that all sucks. home. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Lexi's still home, you know, and it's just like, oh my God, wrong, this wrong. is not ever yeah, It was wrong. Yeah, it was awful. It was crazy. In the meantime, we're eating everything in sight. You know, yeah. when you're like sick and stressed, you're just constantly eating everything. It doesn't really matter for freaking Natalie, who no matter what she eats, looks like she was chiseled from a mountain. And I'm basically a mud puddle that became sentient. (laughs) And so I feel like I've gained a few thousand raindrops over the last week and it's time to purge. (laughs) So we're trying to eat a little healthier, notwithstanding Taco Bell today. (laughs) Uh, We'll be be here any second. (laughs) Also, Christmas is coming up right around the corner. And I'm getting excited. And do you know how? It's not because I'm like caring about Christmas music or anything like that necessarily. It's all like in like subconscious. I was making buttered noodles for Lexi the other day and we we use a spray butter. Do you have have that spray butter? Basically, yeah. I was spraying okay. the spray butter onto her noodles to the tune of Good King Wenceslas. Oh my I was like, God. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what am I doing? I'm like, is that Good King Wenceslas? And I was like, oh, Christmas is coming. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever sprayed butter to any kind of song no. before? Hopefully, now you will in the future with a crazy British accent. <laughs> I never do a lot of butter spraying either. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that's just like a normal. Do people not use spray butter? I never used spray butter. No, I I remember you. It was like a fad. I feel like a while ago. <laughs> Isn't it called like I can't no, believe it's not butter? Yeah, I don't know. Why is it always no, milk? Crocs still? Or no, no, it's, it's, I, it's I, I can't believe it's not butter. butter. Where they have that? Yeah, it's not butter. So what is it? It's not butter. Well, I mean, it's margarine. Okay, it's margarine. but they have that in a tub too. It's not like it's that. But how do they keep it liquid? 
It's just lit. It's like melted butter all the time. Yeah, but it's in the fridge, but it's always. There's some coagulation uh, method they use. (laughs) It's probably the same thing they use for blood. And then they just put it in like a like a and then it's like in a spray bottle. (laughs) 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 It's like. It's like Febreze. You just walk around. Just <laughs> shit. Is this not normal? Is. I don't is know. Is it not normal? We're gonna have to ask other people about spray butter. Oh my god! Take a poll. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Natalie and I played a game uh, recently. A new Devere Games game. Devere <laughs> right? Games. Devere game. Games game. It's a real yeah. games game. It's a game game. It's like a man's man. It's a real game. <laughs> it's a real games game called Lunar. No, Luna Lunar. Capital. <laughs> the Lunar <laughs> Capital. <laughs> well, it's not that far off. Luna Capital. <laughs> so I opened the box to punch out the game. And did not realize that this game comes from Devere's adult line. <laughs> did you? <Yeah. laughs> because there is um this rocket ship you have to put together. And punching this thing out was really just an emasculating exercise of looking awkwardly at the ceiling. Like I was in a gym locker room with a bunch of old dudes walking around naked. Touching the pieces of this rocket ship, I'm doing air quotes here, was a really eye-opening experience for me. <laughs> I couldn't put the damn thing together. I was just like, okay, this goes, ew. And I, and then I drop it. You know, <laughs> I feel like if the game came with batteries, every woman gamer would be lining up to buy it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so this very endowed rocket ship is what holds the tiles while you're playing, and stares at you the entire time, making you question everything. So here's how the game works: basically, you're trying to accumulate the most points by placing tiles on cards. You're building a tableau of cards and tiles to place on those cards over three like eras of four rounds each. They're not actually called eras. I don't remember what it's That's called. That's what you kept calling I know. It. I kept calling it eras, but it's not. Anyway, on the board, there's a space for four cards to go. Each card has sections underneath it with spaces for four tiles. In the first round of the game, each card has one tile underneath it. So on your turn, you're selecting one of those cards and with it, the one tile underneath it. In subsequent rounds, there are two tiles, then three, then four. After you select your card and tiles, you then place them onto your tableau. You can place cards onto the table so that they're orthogonally adjacent to other cards, either left, right, top, or bottom. Yes, you can have three rows of cards played this way, uh, and you must place them with a higher number to the right of a card that was played with a lower number. So if I play, if I take the first card and it's a two, I put it on the table, and the next card I take is a five, I have to put it either to the right of the two, or I could put it above the two or below the two. Make sense? Yes. Um, So on the cards are spaces to place the tiles. And after you place your card, you must place all tiles you accumulated that turn. The tiles are where the points are scored. Each tile has its own separate way of scoring. It's very similar to other tile laying games, basically like tiles uh, in a group. Okay, place tiles of a certain type next to other tiles to score bonus points. Some tiles just straight up give you points. Some give you points based on who has the most. It's typical fare there. The trick comes in a couple different ways. Placing your cards in the right way to capitalize on the tiles you want to go for, and getting the right combination of tiles when you need them. It's tricky figuring out which cards to place and where to place them, as you have these three rows you can utilize. And so it feels like you can do anything at the beginning, but very quickly you realize how restrictive the game can feel when you've placed, accidentally, all low numbers in your three rows, and now nothing but high cards come out. And so you have to you, you have three rows of one, and now you have eights and nines up there, and you have to place one, and you're like, oh, shit. An eight next to a one means I can't play Anything two, three, four, five, six, or seven now. <clears throat> so that kind of stuff, it, it won't happen, but it can, mm-hmm. right? And you realize quickly that you've screwed up. The game ends after the fourth round of the third era, and you total up points on tiles, and then whoever has the most wins, okay? So things I like. 
like all games of this style, it's really fun to pick a few tiles, like types, and then go for them, trying to make them fit in such a way that they'll score you tons of points. It's fun to figure out how best to place your cards as well. That adds a lot of constriction to your plans. Uh, the tiles are shaped in this cool way that for some reason is just more pleasing to the eye than like a square or a hex tile. You know, they're like, yeah, like a rectangle weird, with the yeah, with like a little lip off. on the yeah. end. Yeah. I also enjoy placing the tiles on the cards. It creates a really pleasing look and sense of accomplishment as you're playing at the end. Because we played the demo at Gen Con. We got like a little sense. Yeah. When you have three yeah, rows and there's tons cool. of tiles, on there, it looks really cool. Yeah. It really does. Um, the decisions seemed important. Rarely was there a time I was just taking something because I didn't know what else to do or didn't care. Each turn felt very important That's and always like I was making the wrong choice. Yeah. Because right? I mean, really, you only have 12 turns? There's only 12 turns that you Kinda get the like entire game. Yep, just like, Are it's very toit. Yeah. I, knew that I am very impressed that you knew that, yes. <laughs> Did you know that from The Magnificent or from the song that I made I about The Magnificent? No. <laughs> she doesn't remember the song or the game. <laughs> I do. That was the Macklemore song. There's... There oh. is some reason 12 yeah. stuck in her brain. Um, yes, but it is very restrictive in that way. So every turn, and you feel like it matters. You feel like, and you always, again, you always feel like you're making the wrong choice. You're always like, ah, like no. Which one do I do? Why did I, no, I well, probably should have done that right one. When you get four, because in the the fourth era of each round, the fourth round you of get each four era, tiles. And four there's, tiles. There, there's never going to be one that's all four perfect tiles. So you're either right. taking one that's junk or you're <clears throat> or it trying has to like find perfect, the best of the best. It has great tiles, but the card is like garbage. Yeah, maybe it's you a 10. Or, you don't you know. need it. Yeah. Or they're both kind of good, but there's this little marker that gets placed around. And if the marker mm. is in the same column as the card and tiles you want, you can take those, but you have to discard a card from your hand to do that. And if you only have one card in your hand, and this happened to me in our play, you're making this big decision like, okay, these tiles and card, this is clearly the best option of all four. And if I don't take this, Natalie will. But to take it, I have to discard the last card in my hand, which means I now have to play the card I'm picking up every time every for the time. rest of the game. Yeah. And so I did that. And I, but I liked that decision point. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of cool. Because cards are also <laughs> worth points at the end. Yes, so cards in your hand. Yeah. Not only do you have less options. That's less points. But you also have less points. Yep. Yep. So you have to weigh... The That's, those are the kinds of decisions I like. You have to weigh the, okay, I'm getting rid of this card, which is getting rid of three points, but I'm getting all these sweet tiles. I'm risking the fact that I might not get a, a card to legally play. But if I do, this could be a big windfall for me. And Natalie doesn't get those tiles. Or if I keep the card in my hand and get three points, Natalie's totally going to take that on her next turn. And then I'm just giving her those points for free. You know, so it's like, ah, so you got to weigh though. I like that. All right, here's what I didn't like. The iconography... There's iconography in this game like crazy. It is way too small, and it is way too similar. Most all the information you need on the tile is reduced to this teeny tiny little top left-hand corner yeah, area. It is very tiny. And on top of that, the icons are all so similar, it's kind of frustrating. There are six tiles that have hearts as their icon, and they're all different, okay? Because each heart, which is already incredibly small, has this even smaller shape inside of it, giving it a distinct characteristic. Do you have the heart with the little tiny triangle inside of it? Or do you have the heart with the little tiny hex inside of it? You can kind of tell at a glance because the icons are different colors. Yeah. But it's a bit annoying because you either have to constantly be getting up in close to see the tiles or constantly picking them up to make sure you're getting the right icons in them. Then there's three other separate tiles that are also hearts, but they happen to have like this little like, glass dome around them. And it's not super simple. Why is it so freakishly small? <laughs> That's annoying. Right, because the the... Most of the tile has like another icon, like a picture, 
But that's big. Yeah, that's so big. Like, and then the rest of the title is the artwork. Yeah. So the most important piece that's of what information I mean. the artwork, you need. Like, why is the artwork so big, but not the piece? Yeah, of the artwork you is need. huge. I mean, I will say, they were a lot of times. I think they were distinct. They were unique to that. So I guess if you put that together, <clears throat> you can see it what it is by the artwork. Yeah. But the, that's not the icon that you're typically. I never like, one time looked at the artwork. I'll say that because, never. I only yeah, looked at the icon. I only even noticed it honestly because you had a bunch of the heart with the blue. Yeah, the, and the I, triangle. And I remember the triangle. You were across triangle the table heart. from me, and I saw that you had a bunch of the same artwork together, and I was like, "Oh, <clears> those <throat> must be have the same symbol at the top." Interesting. Yeah. Or else I didn't even look at the artwork. But, I don't. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I I, so I, I was surprised that they made the part of the game you need to see the most clearly, and that that's literally the only thing they talk about in the rules. Right. Is the smallest thing on the tile. <laughs> so the game also felt a little bit more frustrating than fun for the both of us. The end game felt really good, but mostly you constantly had that feeling like you've made a huge mistake <laughs> during the beginning to the middle game, which I know I said is usually the kind of fun and stress I like, but this one had like too much of that. We both said the same this phrase multiple times. Ah, oh, shit, I fucked up. Damn it. Ah, oh, shit. We said that like almost every turn it felt like. It happened a lot. More importantly, it felt frustrating and and not as if we just accidentally made a blunder. You know what I mean? It felt like, oh no, like I'm locked up. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. It felt challenging in a way that we didn't totally love. Some games when you play them, you realize you messed up after seeing what you could have done later. And it gives you that like, aha moment. Like, oh, now I get it. But this game is more like, ugh, I don't have any cards to play in that spot I want. And the tiles have to be played on these spots, but now I'm blocking this other tile I played. So should I even take this? Ugh. But if I if I don't, I have to do something else. It's even worse. It just feels frustrating, and instead of interesting, personally. Thankfully, that goes away towards the end game as things come into focus a bit more, and what what to do is much more clear as you spent the entire game building up to something. Right, where early on you're kind of like you have all these different options, and you're like, I'll just like which one do I? I gotta, go I gotta for? take these four yeah. tiles. So now I'm gonna put these in some places that I hope work out later. Most of them won't, right. and then as the end game comes on, you're kind of like, okay, this one is gonna score me a bunch of points, so I need to go for this tile, and I like that it comes into focus. Yeah. I like that about it. Um, but the the beginning to middle game, I didn't. We we asked each other a few times, the halfway out, I feel. I was like, what do you think? And she was like, yeah, it's, it's cool. And I was like, are you having fun? And she was like, oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed the game. I can see others enjoying it as well. That said, I'm not sure it will stick around in our collection. Other than other than as like a last resort for Natalie, if we're at a convention and she forgot to pack her other device. Ooh, because the tower shaped like a penis. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. It was a penis joke. It was a penis joke. <laughs> it was a masturbation penis yeah, joke. Yeah, it was a punch out penis. What do you think about joke. it, Natalie? <laughs> um... I thought it was a good game. I think I would put it in the good, not great category mm -hmm. as of right now. I mean, we only had one play of it. Um, so let me just start out by saying I kind of like my feelings of this game. It's kind of similar to what you said, but it's like it was split up into the beginning, middle and end. I felt like completely different in each parts of each those. phase. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So the beginning, you know, kind of felt like. It normally feels when you're playing a new game and you're kind of just like, I don't really know yeah, what, what the I'm hell doing. do I do? I'm not sure what the best thing to do is. You know, it's just more like, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just do this. Then the middle, I felt so stuck. And I remember I, I, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long. I just literally am staring at the stuff like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. 
and like I can't figure it out. And that's when you asked me, like, are you having fun? And I was like, not really. No. But then at the end, <laughs> that was the most fun part. And I did enjoy that when everything seemed to be coming together, that was the point where I'm like, okay, we're about to score here. I'm not at the point where I'm like, I hope I'm going to get these tiles soon so I can complete this because I'm in the phase where everything, whatever I'm going to get, I'm going to get now. Yeah. And so I have to make the decision of what gives me the most points. So that was the most fun part to me. Um, but overall, I thought it was a good game. I did like it. Um, yeah. I didn't like the feeling stuck part, but also at the same time, I just wonder if that's because it was like a really our fo- first full play. Totally. And and like I think when we were playing the game, you even made the comment like, like maybe we're we're almost like taking it too seriously. Like we're trying to like think too hard about what to do. And and yeah, there's some games like where we felt stymied. <clears throat> there's some games where I feel like. If you try to do everything, you're going to just get in your own way, and you can't. Yeah. You know, a right. lot of games, you you can't do everything. Right. They want you to pick a couple lanes and really yeah. go hard for it, and that's that's yeah. really what you do. because well, there's, like, a lot of times where, like, it's, like, you're looking at the options that you have. It's a ladybug. Yeah, between the cards and the tiles <laughs> to pick. You know, and I'm kind of just like, well, I don't really want that. I want this, I would, but that's not out there, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but anyways, yeah, so like I said, I think, I do wonder if we play it again. Now that we kind of know how the whole thing goes, if we would feel different about it. You know, it. you can't have everything. But you can't. That's the point of the you game. You know what, though? Is if you she can make did, the perfect. And she, you remember how she got the record at Gen yeah. Con? She basically got the record again last night. <laughs> we were at the end of the game, and I was oh, like, oh, Natalie. I did not do good. And she oh, was like, me neither. I my things I, can, I needed. I just got way more than you. <clears throat> she killed it. She crushed it. Do you want to have? That's, do you want to add any thoughts, Jeff? Because yeah, you well, played it a little bit, or do you want? Yeah, I think withhold? so. This I've been talking to Sam McMeeple a lot because he's been like bugging me to play this game. And I was like, okay, I'm going to play with Devin. I learned the rules, punch the penis. And I was like, right. <laughs> and I read it and Devin was like, I don't really want to learn rules. I was like, okay. So we ended up that night playing Crown of Amara. Sure. And we just played that, which is a winner for Devin, by the way. She's like, she she's likes like, it, I'm huh? in. She's wow. Like, I'm like, okay. Cool. But so, and, and then having played it, I think that there, okay, so there's a ladybug flying around. Yeah, stupid ladybug. It won't stop yeah, flying. Why Natalie just... looked at it like she saw a spider she a minute did. ago. So her that's eyes why there like, was maybe a pause. Really? Like, yeah, your eyes went like and past we've, 100% open. We've been in the Amazon <laughs> basement before with all these spiders. Yeah. So I don't really know what I was saying. Uh, but I think that Devin I'll, wanted, I'll like the game. You didn't play it. Yeah, I didn't play it. Um, <laughs> you, were saying, you were saying nothing important, Jeff. Yeah. You didn't play the goddamn game, okay? Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Natalie here didn't wear the Mad Board Gamer button at Gen Con. You know how much she supports me. Yeah, she's I like, well, yeah, you took that. Yeah. That was one. You don't remember that's one of my stories. I wrote. Yeah, I had to make room for the important ones. I was like, Natalie, you got one? No, I have to make room for the important ones, the other ones. What the? And you're you suck. I only have limited space. Yeah, and I'm not important enough. I understand. You know. I'm a button collector. I just <laughs> got myself ordained and married the two of you, and Jeff I thought that we us. considered. Jeff sits in the room while we have sex and gives you notes, Natalie. (laughs) He's not doing that anymore. So who cares? That's all criticism. (laughs) So you guys didn't end up playing it. We didn't end up playing it. Sam's been trying to get you to play it. So he'll be interested in hearing the episode. I think I'm really going to like it because I do like the challenge of like what is best, what's not best. Yeah. Like, all right, can I throw this somewhere? Or or maybe like taking the, the one that might not work in the first round is... Then it might come out. Now, so that now you have a like, new land. That stuff almost like, like it's it's definitely going to happen. So yeah. like you're going to take tiles that you're like I don't really want that, but I want these other two tiles that are there. So maybe I'll make this one work. 
Yeah. And yeah. definitely after we played the first round, well, so once I had my three rows established, I realized very quickly after that, I was like, oh, I screwed up here. Because I tried to make them, okay, I'm going to start from the left and go to the right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. You don't want to just have three rows where you have cards numbered one or two. Because again, because you're only you got a bunch of nines in your hand. You're or, only going to get high cards. It's just yeah. the way it's going to happen, yeah. and then you're kind of screwing yourself. In over. our game, it kind of felt like there were all most of the cards out there were either like one, two, or three, or like nine and ten. And I'm like, where's all the in between cards? Yeah. Like, now, what I didn't talk about, there are these tokens. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, there are these tokens that you can collect uh, from certain tiles that you can put on cards to eliminate the number on the card, which mm-hmm. means you can then put it wherever the hell you want yeah. to. Yeah. There's really also helped. these tokens, which key. neither of us got one, I don't think, no, that doesn't. let you, it's really cool, and this is this is what reminded me of the game Cascadia, which is another game in this kind of ilk where it's like you get two things that are both randomly distributed, but they're together, you gotta take them as a group, mm-hmm. right? That Cascadia. And then play them on your. And then play them on your Tableau board. Yeah. Very similar feels to, to for me, and it, this this little other thing you can get this token lets you swap tiles around before you take them, so you can potentially swap out what you don't want, yeah. get what you want, yeah. and then take the tile. I like those kind of stuff. Uh, I love we that. Play, kind of stuff. You know, we played Overboss a few times, and yeah. that's that has a similar same thing. Overboss, take get the two things. things. Yeah. This is obviously a next step. A next step up. There's more. There's more to this a little bit, I think. But I also like you said that one that token goes on the card that like makes you eliminate or discard one of the cards. And I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that pops up on something that was just taken. So, like, if Natalie takes yes. a card and a tile, that token that would make Ryan discard one goes to that spot where the card's where the new, ju- the new card spot, which goes. is yeah. which is great because then Ryan can't just automatically get everything he needs that that turns up, or yeah. you can't automatically. Get it. That happens a little so bit much more than you th- than I thought it would. Um, there, w- it almost seemed like every single time, all the stuff that we wanted the most, that marker. Well, is I'll there. tell you why. Yeah. It's because of what I said. There was either like threes and nines out there and we both wanted in between cards so the in between card kept showing up on there and so then you'd pay a card and take it and then mm. the new next in between card because the other cards weren't changing yeah so it doesn't there, move so then i'd take it and so then it wasn't moving and it'd stay in like the only place where we place new cards yeah personally it seems like I like the of the three the of those games I'll, I can, I'll compare those right now i think i liked cascadia the best very close second i think was Overboss. And then I'd put this in third place between okay. behind those three games, which do. But that's not to say that Luna Capital is bad. Yeah, right? I, I did it. like it. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I'm not like. I would even recommend it to people because I think it's. I'm excited. It to play does it. good stuff. I just think I, I would rather play Cascadian over Boss. I think every time over this. But it's. It was. A, I thought it was a good game. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, so that's Luna Capital uh, by Devere's Adult. Triple X line of games. <laughs> Don't punch around children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true in both real life yeah, and Don't punch and children. Just don't it's punch around answer. children. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. All right, Jeff, what you got, man? So I first, I need to give a shout out to May over at Ameritrash Talk. Oh, Ameritrash on, Talk. Um, I was just talking to her. On Instagram. First of all, she's amazing. She, I posted. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I posted this uh, story that a few a couple weeks ago, I did. I had board game club on Friday. I took a picture of the kids playing games. Oh, and, isn't she a teacher? Yeah. And she wants to, she was like, I want to send your kids a couple games. What? I was, like, I was like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I'm that's like, amazing. It's fine. You don't need to send me anything. She said, no, don't, and I, I was hate like, them. Don't well, worry. let me send you something. Right. I'm like, I don't want to be the, the taker. Did you give her um, Natalie's button? And then, yeah. <laughs> she, she got Natalie's it. mad board gamer she button. She wore it. <laughs> um, so I know who my real friends are. <laughs> and, 
So she was like, no, you're not sending me anything. Just, just tell me your address. Let me send it to you. So she convinced me and she sent me uh, two games. She sent me a uh, super mega lucky box. Oh, cool. <laughs> which uh, I played with the kids on Friday. What and they, they, they liked, there was like three of them and me. Okay. Uh, they liked it. Ooh, they were what like, did you think? It was fine. It wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't like revolutionary. Yeah. It wasn't like groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, yeah, they've never game. played a game that way. Sure. So I'm just going to leave it at school yeah. and they'll play it. Very and cool. it, It's easy to teach. So that's cool. And then she got it. She got me a game called Snakes. 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 I don't know no snakes. So Snakes is by Big Potato. Oh, okay. It is another variation of Chameleon and Insider, ah. which is just, they haven't played it yet. They also don't know that I have it. And they They're love the Chameleon, don't they? about it. Yeah. So what Snakes is, is it's, think, uh, so there's a question on the table. It's a multiple choice question. There's, you know, what is the capital of something or another? And there's three answers on there. The snakes at the table know the answer, and they're trying to get people. The snakes also know who each other are, and they're trying to get people to pick the wrong answer. And then okay. the, there's then ordinary people who are trying to figure out the answer. So you're all kind of blending in. The snakes want the people to get it wrong. The other people want to get it right, so they get. Points. And it's one of those questions that nobody really knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or or maybe you just like know it, but wagers? what if you're? What if they think you don't? Like, yeah. You're the snake. Yeah. Because right? there's yeah. like three yeah. snakes at the table. Um, in resistance style, they all know who each other are. Mm-hmm. So they're working together to get everybody else to get it are wrong. Are you trying to root out the snakes? No, you're just trying to... You're trying to get so the answers correct. you get like correct. a token and you say, all right, I'm going to answer. Everybody answers, like A, B, or C. And then you flip it over. The snakes have to put a snake token out. Mm-hmm. The snakes get points for everybody gets it wrong. Snakes. Okay. snakes and snakes. Uh, if you get it right, you get for you get points for getting it right. That kind of thing. So it's kind of cool. Is this new? Yes, I think it's, it's Big Potato's newer... Newer game. Okay, I it's don't like. Even see it on okay, so when you type oh. in snakes, it's like with, with three 16 S's. S's or something. Yeah. Okay, I found it. It looks just like the chameleon box. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a chameleon type game. So if you like social deduction, I think this is going to hit for them. Oh, like, when here we, we go. play it. Here's an example of a question. Only one of these animals is faster than Usain Bolt. Which one? Ooh. Oh, okay. A is domestic cat. B is elephant. <laughs> okay. Right. So that, that's cool. Yeah. So there's. I think they're going to love it. So once we once I watch them play it or we play it together, I, I'll I'll report back. But I, I think it's going to be a huge <laughs> hit for them. I, I have oh, to read one. Sure. This was so funny. What is Ronald McDonald called in Japan? A. Mister Happiness. <laughs> B. Donald McDonald. <laughs> what? Or C. Sensei Yum. <laughs> sensei Yum. I hope Sensei Yum. <laughs> I know me too. I also kind of like Donald McDonald. Yeah, that's great. So that's great. Or what was one of the suggested titles for the movie Toy Story. A, okay. A Tale of Two Toys. <laughs> okay. B, Bedroom World. That sounds Ooh, wrong. That's gross. Or C, Made in Taiwan. <laughs> no, it's, it's got to be, be A Tale of one. Two Toys. Yeah, right? it has to be the first and Here's one. the last one. What was the original intended use of bubble wrap? Okay. A, Wallpapper. Ooh, wallpapper. B, Food Storage. <laughs> or C, Stress Relief. It's got to be Food Storage, yeah? What about Wallpapper? Wallpapper? Maybe in like a mental institution, Maybe, yeah. which Come makes in. me want to go to there. I want to go to there. I want to. Go, okay, that yeah. sounds fun. I kind of want to play this now. Yeah. So I'll. Snakes. I'll. I don't know no snakes. Play it as a group, right? Like, like a snake. It seems like a good big group game. Um, so I'm really excited to to play it with them. So thank you, May. You're gonna love. You it. are some, amazing. Yeah, she sent some stickers too, so I'm gonna give them the, some. Are you gonna trash do sticker talk swap? Stickers. Um, yeah, I'm gonna send her some stickers, but she sent some for the kids, so I'm gonna give them. Do the stickers just say trash talk, or do they say Ameritrash talk? They say Ameritrash talk. It's got her new logo on it. Um. I didn't know she had one. She got a new logo that is like, for some reason, it makes me think of like the 4th of July. I'm going to look her up. Uh, I Fireworks? think Sir Meeple did her logo, her new one. Oh, okay. He's, he's doing and yeah. I don't know why oh, I, I think 4th of July. Yeah, she's had like July. a podium. She had like a Uncle Sam hat on or something. Is she had a podium or is she in a trash can? She's probably in a trash can. America yeah, trash. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. She's in a green trash can dumpster thing. Uh, yeah, she's got like a, like a Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam? 
It's not Uncle. It's Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Okay. As opposed to what? Aunt Sam. <laughs> I, I say Doctor. Doctor Sam. Doctor Sam. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Sam. No. Sam okay. Bernstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Uncle Sam top hat. She's like really excited. Okay. So it's and like a Fourth of July. Fireworks of in the background. Yep. Yeah. So thanks, May. That was yep. amazing. Um, we appreciate it over at the Board Game Club. So I want to talk cool. about a game. Very cool. A game that might fit Just on one? our sexual sounding lists for March. Oh, oh great. This game is called. The hunger. It's <laughs> not called that. <laughs> you guys know the hunger? What if a game was just called Clicks and no. Beeps? Yeah, I absolutely. I remember, I remember researching okay. the hunger for a So when you type in the hunger into uh, Google game and you try to oh. find this game, make sure you type in the hunger board game. Not because if you type games. in the hunger game, you're going to get the hunger, the hunger games. games. <laughs> so sure. yep. it is a Richard Garfield game. Yeah. You know him? Absolutely. I've heard of him. Yeah. You've heard of him, have you? What does he do? Ooh, what does he do? Yeah. Pick a card game. Plays with Odie. <laughs> what the Garfield. Oh, Garfield. <laughs> yep. Natalie is the funny He designed one. a very, very important to the, the industry crew. card no, game. No, no. <laughs> keep further back. Like, card game. Like, oh. people go... Name another card game. Like, a card... No, Eddie Shigo. No. There you go. It's Sushi Go. It's Sushi Go. <laughs> go. Name another card game even before that. Even before that? Like card yeah. game. Like all cards. Cards. Yeah, like why cards. does R.I.W. stay open? That's, oh, magic. Oh, man. I wanted her to guess some more ridiculous card games. <laughs> <laughs> um, she cre- he created the deck of cards. I know. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Euchre. Yeah. He's Mr. Bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bicycle. <laughs> so Richard Garfield teamed up with Renegade Games, which to me, I was like, yes. Renegade puts out some great games. They're awesome. Richard Garfield, Renegade's cool. Great. And they made a deck building game. Richard Garfield with cards, booyah. Vampiric. So I saw this on a the Gen Con preview list. I was excited for it. It was on my go check it out list. Donkey Kong, Dave Madigan bought it. So then it was off my list, thankfully, and in his collection. So that saved me some moolah. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, sir. Box is really cool. It says The Hunger. It's got this goofy looking vampire on it. Um, It is cool. Like, I kind of like the art. It's like realistic, but whimsical and kind of fun. And I don't know. Sure. Keeps it light. So, players are vampires. Isn't that great? Yeah. They build their decks you get as to be vampires. Them. I always like games where you're the bad guy. Yeah. I yeah. love those Yeah, you are hunting games. humans. Yeah, The goal I love is to that hunt kind of and stuff. devour humans so cool. in this game, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's so cool. And they do it in sort of, again, like a, it doesn't, it's not like violent sort of way. It's it's a very acute It's very kind tasteful. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, mm, it, no Taste. pun intended, tasteful <laughs> way. So, the board is a giant map. So, for it being a deck building game, there is a board element involved. So, there's big board and there's a giant map of a village. And the middle of the board is the the mountaintop, which you as a vampire, that's where you live. Okay. okay. And as you spiral down the mountain, you end up in the village. Like in the forest, you go through the forest and then into the village and you kind of just work your way through this map. Okay. okay? Um, it is a race. So as you play the game, you are going to go down from the mountaintop to these different spaces and then you have to race yourself back up. Sounds clanky. Sounds clanky. clanky. It is clanky. So you have three cards in your hand. The cards give you normal currency, right? Just like any deck building game. So the currency on the cards can be used to buy new cards from the market. Okay. And or to move. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you total up your number and if you have eight, 
and a card costs three, you can move five. Oh, and so that's buy okay. Three. So that's different than than clanky. <laughs> yeah. So you're using your resources to either buy cards or move. Yeah, or you could do both. You can split them up. You can split them up. Um, but you can only buy one card in your turn. Certain spaces along the board let you buy two cards if you want. So as you move, that's why you want to move away. From Did the you tower. say are the cards random when they come out, or is there like a market of cards? There's kind of like a market. So there's. One plus the number of players for rows. So you'll get at least three new cards every... Well, Dave and I play. So you'll get at least that many new cards, number of players, every round that will turn up. And then those cards, if they don't get bought, they slide over and become cheaper. And then if they don't get bought again, they slide over into like a pile that essentially is just like $1. You can buy all the cards that are left over for a dollar. <laughs> but they're also the leftover cards. They're clogging for your deck. Do you want to do oh, that? Yeah. Sure. Right? Um, so it kind of cycles this this market. So as you move away from the the mountain, you need to because there's like treasure chests or spaces that let you do things that are different and special and you get plus one bonuses. And basically the cards you're buying are like vampire-y kind of shit, right? So there's, you can buy like a werewolf and that Has might anyone done vampirate? Ooh. You said vampire and I'm like vampirate. Let's do a smash up of that. Okay. Smash up, uh, smash up guy. If you're listening smash to this. Smash up guy. Vampirate. Yeah. Someone did that already. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. What was I talking about? That's oh, yeah. You get treasure. You get bonuses. <laughs> you want it, So you want to move away. It's encouraging you to move away because it's the race, right? Yeah, you have to right. race get back. Get the fuck out. So as you're, devol- <laughs> as you're eating and, and, and collecting these cards, the human cards give you points, but they're also you're slowing eating them? you down. Yeah. That's cool. They're also slowing you down um, yeah. because they have like zero speed. It's like the, that's the, the deck clogging card. Yep. Yeah. Totally. So you get points right away. Um, there are spaces on the board that let you devour the human. So you take it from your deck. And you then devour it, and it comes out of your deck. You still get the points, but now that—that's like how you are almost thinning it. Yeah, you're thinning it and keeping the points, so that the humans aren't there. But that's tough to. It's the Kumadin card. It's yeah, not like stupid. an easy a thing dumb to. Joke. Right. Okay. So all the the a lot of the humans have like funny kind of text, and some of them have powers that kind of like hurt you. Like there's a couple people that they call spicy. And they're like holding garlic or something. <laughs> so like when you take them, they're the spicy cards and they make you, if it comes out in your hand, you you have to then Go move see. backwards three spots before you go back to the mountain or something, right? That's cool. Yeah. So they all kind of force you to move around because the more humans you eat, you know, you're you're heavier or whatever. So they're they're that's clogging up your deck. I know. And you play 15 rounds, and if you're not back at the castle by the end of 15 rounds, you can't win. Dead. So oh Clank. okay. Clanky. So there are spaces right before, yeah. just like clank, that you can get to where you're not in the castle, but you lose points. It's not a race against the other player, though, because Clank, that timer, that, that oh, my God, we're going to lose timer, yeah. is when one person, like, bails, right? And then there's a certain amount of turns yeah. left, and you're fighting the dragon, yeah. or you're fighting the whatever is the, sure. the in-space one. And this one is 15 rounds, so you got to go there and back in 15 rounds. So at least there's a set number of kind of planning. Did this feel like a complete ripoff to you? Not yeah, because like maybe I can, I'm surprised Richard Garfield's name is attached to something that just sounds almost exactly like another game. To me, it fe- it felt very very clanky. The is there like time. a monster that could wake up like in Clank? There's and- not that because you're playing against the game, like you're playing just against the timer more than the monster that might eat you. Sure. The only um, interaction I think between players is obviously when people are buying cards. But if you you can land on the same space as somebody else and you can kick them forward or backwards if you want. So. If I land on Natalie's space, I could actually push her further away from the castle one spot. Mm. So that's the only that might be the equivalent. There's no of like actual like the clank out. mechanism, like right. where you're making noise. Exactly. And I add, okay, but if you took the clank mechanism out of clank, they're the same game, wow. right? You're racing out, yeah. you're collecting stuff, and then you're racing back. And there's some differences, right? The treasure you pick up in in the hunger allows you to do some different things. You okay. can 
you know, buy a card for cheaper or it gives you plus one to this thing. Like there's just different kind of treasure powery things. Mm -hmm. There's also ways to score points in this game that are a little different. They have um, private and public uh, goal cards or goal like tiles. That's some of the spots as you're running away from the, uh, the mountaintop, your castle, you can stop at a space and instead of buying cards, you can actually get a new private objective tile. Mm. So there's like different ways to score by yourself, which doesn't, that's not in Clank. Um, I guess I don't remember that there's any private or public goals in Clank. I think you just want the most point treasure and then your cards get points. Yep. So that at least adds a little bit, but the game is very similar. Dave and I both, we played it just two player. We both were like, this is Clank, right? Yeah. Like, do we? <laughs> so you couldn't help compare it. Do we? Yeah. You can't, if you played it and didn't compare it, I don't think you've played Clank. Yeah. <laughs> and we both kind of were like, would we reach, would we reach for this over Clank? Ah, that's the question of the hour. Right and there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we would. And I, I, I posted this on Instagram and said, I think I would reach for Clank or Clank in space over this. Jared Meeple Mentor was like, I like the hunger better. So hmm. there was like an opposite point. I guess he there's liked. a are theme the difference there. Are they the same like weight? Yeah. Like does one feel like simpler? I think they're about the same weight. Okay. Uh, I don't think one's simpler. I like the card combinations in Clank better, I think. I think there's some cooler things you can do with the deck. But I liked in the hunger how thematic it was of like eating the humans kind of just slowed mm-hmm. you down. I like, like that theme. Yeah, the yeah theme and the theme is, theme is The cool. different humans like, it was creative enough where they made them taste different. Like- you ate a military person, he was heavier. Or you ate a person carrying garlic, he was spicy and ruined your movement. And so those kind of things were were different. Yeah. And the different humans you ate also correlated to the different public goals or private goals. So it was like, one of mine was collect the most, it was like people with house icons, right? So they were just like normal household people. You just ate them. I wonder how um, this became a game. Like, do you think Richard Garfield went to Renegade and said, I got this idea for a game? Or do you think Renegade was like, Let's put out this game. Let's attach a big name to it so it does well. Because I can't imagine you would need Richard Garfield to make this game. This game's been made. I know. I don't like, know, you know what his what he did to the game yeah. that would make it like that would put his name on it, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. what is Richard Richard Garfield esque about this game? Yeah. I don't know. I also don't like. I haven't played Magic in twenty years. So well, he's also. I mean, if you think Richard Garfield, he's also designed a shit ton of other games. Yeah, like King of Tokyo. Was his design True. or Hive Mind? Yeah, randomly oh, really? is his design. Yeah, and then yeah, then so he's done stuff like Magic. So he's kind of all over the place. It's True, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's it's a little bit. So, but still, this is a. It's yeah. It was an odd. I'll update you because I'm I'm sure we'll play it again, and Dave wants to play it again. And I'm one thing I'm nervous about. Well, well let me go through some things that I that I really liked. I thought the theme was cool. Yeah. Um, I think that this theme is more attractive than the clank theme for a lot of people. Yeah. I think vampires, people like vampires. Totally. Since that movie, Twilight, right? <laughs> I never heard of those. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> um, yeah. Those are vampires, guy, the right? ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> so I think people like vampires. I also think the art is maybe something that would bring you to that and say, yes, I want to be a vampire. I want to eat humans. That's cool. Yeah. Instead of go in a cave, go from a dragon, which again is certain also people cool. like that. Also cool. Mm-hmm. But I think it attracts a different group of people. Yeah. <laughs> vampires I, are more mainstream. Yeah. I liked the um, I liked the market. I like how the market kind of moved cards, and that really there was this pile in each row that you could just buy for a dollar, and it was like kind of tempting to do it because there's like oh I can get a couple points for it, but how am I ever going to get back with all these yeah these no movement yeah. cards? So I liked the balance of keeping my movement cards, trying to buy movement cards, but also I need points. I can't just have movement cards. I need to buy these people, yeah, and eat the people so I can get points for it because you get them immediately. 
And then they're going to show up and clog up my three cards. So I only get to draw three cards. Wow. And if two of them are humans, I might not be moving. You're screwed, yeah. So, and I like the balance of, all right, I'm eight or nine rounds in. I'm all the way kind of down the mountain. When do I turn around? And then when you turn around, that's when your deck is full of humans. Right. Right. And you're like, and now it's going to take you forever to get back. You're limping. How do you creep back? Right. How do you try to try to manage that? And the one thing I thought it lacked was like card combos where I didn't feel like I I had a lot of like, yeah, the combos. Your favorite. (laughs) I've never had a combo in my life. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Um, But so there were a couple things like your starting deck comes with a couple cards that say if you have a human in your hand, you get plus two movement or you get an extra buy or something like that. But I wanted more of that in the market cards. I wanted to be able to buy cards to create combos. Not not everybody started with the same combos that they could do. Right. I wanted to be able to figure out the market, maybe. And then that might make me want to buy all that pile of cards because the two cards in there could set something off for me. And I never felt like that happened in this one. Yeah. Jared Meeble Mentor said it did kind of have. He he maybe has figured something out or likes kind of that better. I thought it happened more in Clank. You know, difference of opinions. Yeah. And I think that with maybe with lower, uh, maybe with more people, there could be some really annoying downtime. Um, you could go from being first to last kind of thing, depending mm-hmm. on turn order. Turn order is really weird. It's like what zone you're in and how far back you are, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird thing. But I could go first one round, buy cards. And then I don't do anything on other players' turns. So you're just sitting so there might, potentially like sit seven there. turns. Yeah, with Dave yeah. and I, we flew through this game. It was like back and forth. We were just going back and forth. But with four or five people, it could be it could be a slog. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I can't say that for sure. But it could be like, I'm going to play my three cards. I'm going to move. My my turn takes two minutes. Ryan card, like that's a long time to, I think, wait between, yeah. between turns. So good, not great? Yeah. Good, not great. I'm going to hold off, play it again. Um... But again, I think if they're sitting next to Clank, personally, I'm going to grab Clank in Space yeah. or Clank. Um, and I, I don't, I haven't played the Legacy, but I would, I would rather play those than this. But I think if I didn't have those games or I didn't have Clank in my brain, I would have been like, "This was fun, right?" Like I've never played a racing deck yeah. builder game. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But now I'm like, I've played a racing do. deck builder game. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> so and it's really good. Clank yeah. is not like a. Is it a Clank is like right very established. Yeah. So I think maybe if you don't know about this genre, you don't know about clank and you're looking at the two and you like vampires more get the vampire one yeah, yeah totally but if you're a clank person and you're like clank is great you I don't, don't know if this. i don't know if the hunger is going to belong in i your am collection. very surprised richard garfield's name is attached to this let's call when him. it's very simple we need an interview we'll be right back and we're back <laughs> he, he said no <laughs> he was home <laughs> he said who the fuck are you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm counting my money <laughs> yeah <laughs> you shut up there with the 300 dollars. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome cool okay uh so a couple weeks ago uh, when Natalie and I first played Hadrian's Wall, I remember thinking to myself, the game reminded me of Imperial Settlers. And I got excited. I had gotten rid of Imperial Settlers many years before that, having played it enough that I felt I was kind of done with it at the time. But Hadrian's Wall had kind of renewed some of that vigor I felt for the game again. And so I excitedly put it in the same order as Hadrian's Wall, like right after we play it. <laughs> so Natalie and I had only played it Natalie had only played it once, it being Imperial Settlers, with me back in the day, and didn't really remember it that much, but that's not unusual like for her. It, you might have played it with me, too. You. Okay, I maybe you so. played I it as well. Once. I think so. Oh. We got it remember. to the table right away, and here's a little bit how it works. Basically, each player chooses a civilization to play, like the Romans, or the Japanese, or the Bayhive. You then get a pile of stuff, which is what most reminded me of Hadrian's Wall. 
with that pile of stuff, you build cards from your hand onto your like tableau. These cards will give you more stuff in future phases or victory points, depending on which card you choose to build. You can also discard a card from your hand with this raise token, which is some of the stuff you get to get more stuff. It's a game about turning your stuff into other stuff to put cards out on the table to score you victory points uh, and get more of them than your opponent. And I love this mechanism in games. And I remembered Imperial Settlers having that, which is why I wanted to right now compare it to Hadrian's Wall to see which one reigns supreme as the king of the use your pile of stuff to turn into more stuff to turn into points type of game. I like those games. Me too. Those are fun. Yeah. The result was not even close. Yep. Oh my god! I don't Natalie often can't say. Even. Yep, yep. I know. I know. <laughs> Just, the, 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 this one. I, I, I know what the answer is. <laughs> I don't often say a game fires another game, and I won't say it here. But Hadrian's Wall sure lays off Imperial Settlers. Yes. <laughs> At least it got a severance package. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and it got a, a really good uh, runway of time before it had yeah. to leave. Okay. There's not just room in our organization for both positions. So Imperial Settlers <laughs> is laid off until such time that we find opportunity for them within our company we can just once have again. Them retire early. Whatever they want. Or it depends on we'll, we'll 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 lay it out to them and see which one they choose. Yeah. They can either go into forced retirement or they're laid off. Okay. The reasons are quite crystal clear. So in both <laughs> games you start with stuff and then take actions to best decide how to spend your stuff, gaining benefits for the stuff you use. But the main thing that Hadrian's Wall does so well that Imperial Settlers doesn't quite meet expectations with is simultaneous play. In Hadrian's Wall, you have this feel of like, everyone at the table is in like an Arabian marketplace, wheeling and dealing with the vendors at the same time. It's like really exciting and fluid and feels alive. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. In Imperial Settlers, (laughs) you go back and forth in turns And this key distinction is everything. It slows down to a grinding halt. Like you're in the car with a beginner driver who doesn't know how the brake pedal works. And they think it's like, you know, so they slam on it and the car just like jerks over and over again when you press it. And it's maddening. Once you've played Hadrian's Wall, you will be dying for Imperial Settlers to speed up. For you to be able to just do everything you want to do whenever you want to do it. Instead of paying a wood and a stone to build a card and then waiting. And then waiting and then waiting, and then spending a worker to activate another card, and then waiting, and then waiting, and then waiting. It's incredibly frustrating, and makes the game go on for way too long. There's umpteen threads on BoardGameGeek's variance forum for Imperial Settlers that are trying to figure out some way to shorten the game's length. Because it's just way too long. The best way I can think of, of, of it of to do it is to simply let players take their turns simultaneously. Now, this can't happen the way the cards are written and the way messing with your opponents works, but it's this one little design choice, nay, flaw, <laughs> that just completely stops the game from going anywhere fun. I say all of this after playing Hadrian's Wall, kind of like Jeff talked about. If you didn't play Clank before you played The Hunger, I think you might be like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I'm this is the, the deck building game I want in my collection. Well, before playing Hadrian's Wall, I feel like Imperial Settlers is awesome. You're, you don't care that it's that long because you got this cool mechanism of you have all this stuff and you got to figure out how, because you still have that same thing. You're still figuring out what to do with all your stuff. Yeah. It's just you want to go constantly and you can't because you have to wait for all the other players who most likely 90% of the time, nothing they're doing affects you at all. Yeah. The game that Natalie and I just played of this, literally not one thing that we did affected the other person. Not right. one. We could have played. But it could have been that way. And so because it could have messed with each other or yeah. met, we can't play simultaneous. After Hadrian's Wall, I don't think I ever want to play Imperial Settlers again. Oh. 
I it's that. Yeah, cr- the simultaneous play matters that. I much. know you're comparing it, but it doesn't even compare. Ooh, tell us what you wow. think. Wow, tell us what you think. Um, it was just. That's... I mean, that's what I think. Wow. Okay. You know, and Hadrian's <laughs> Wall yeah. is just so far and away better than Imperial Settlers in Damn. not even just the simultaneous ruthless. gameplay, but just the complexity and the fun factor and the excitement. But don't you think the fun factor is is taken away in Imperial Settlers because of that like haltness? Because you kind of have all this stuff partially, and you're like, oh, I want to figure out what to do with it all, but you can't. But I also think that there's so much more going on in Hadrian's Wall that that is fun because you're like, like I feel like in Hadrian's Wall, you're like, I can do this and do this and do this and then I can do this over here. Where right. I feel like even if you played simultaneously in Imperial Settlers, you can't just. I think can't it would all. be like a third of that. You know, mm. there's just not as much mm-hmm. going on. It's a good game. I oh, do not think game, the game is bad. But, but after you've but played like Hadrian's you, Wall, yeah, I don't think you'll ever right want to play it again. After playing Hadrian's Wall, I'd be like, mm, no. So <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yep, I have a couple. Sure, maybe just one. It's fine. If you um, have three. Have the, four. They did re-implement or remake Imperial Settlers. Yeah, into the um, em- Empires of the North. Empires of the North, which I've heard is amazing. Is that oh, does yeah. that have a similar feel? No that- idea. I have not. I have not looked into that game since it. I, I almost got it at like Gen Con a what few if that years ago. Fix, maybe maybe it fixes. Some if of the that easy. does, I don't know. Is that even like the same me- mechanically? Is I don't know. Settlers? I'm just looking at it on board game geek. It does say it re-implements Imperial Settlers. Okay, yeah. But again, if it, that if it does that, that those wording is kind because of I but do, do you need think. Both? Okay, well, so that's a that's a, def- a different. Another question thing for sure. that I also like is Hadrian Wall is a blank and right. You know, and Imperial Settlers isn't like it's a everything game. about. Right. Man, she Hadrian's hates Wall, I like better than. Imperial. I don't hate Imperial. You fucking hate it. Just say it. Like, you hate it. If you're gonna, <laughs> you hate it have more one than or the button. other. It's one hundred percent. The Mad Board Gamer button you didn't wear. Would you rather play Imperial Settlers <laughs> or, or wear the my Mad damn button? Gamer button? You'd probably rather play the game. <laughs> I think Imperial Settlers is I'd good. I'd rather wear the button. I actually, I like the game, like the show. I really like Imperial Settlers. I just think now that I've, now that I know Hadrian's Wall exists, I don't, I don't ever want to play it again. Right. I'll tell you. I'll give you a bold statement. I think Imperial Settlers art is better. That's not bold. That's true. I, I'm, I'm yeah, kind of sick I of the Hadrian's that. Wall. Shem Phillips is that. fine. I get it. Is that his name? I don't. He doesn't do the art in this one. I don't think. Oh, oh. never mind. Wait, no. He didn't do the art before. The Miko did the art. Shem Phillips was just the designer of the. Uh, I don't. I don't like the. Don't of like the, the of the kingdom of games. Yeah. I, I agree with I that. Like the but whimsicalness. That's how of, good the game is. Because who. Cares. Imperial Settlers definitely has better it's art. So I like Imperial Settlers art, but yeah. yeah, I do too. I like Imperial. Settlers I even like Imperial Settlers components better. Like the, the who cares? But either it way, the game matter. is so stupid and dumb. <laughs> and, <Natalie laughs> hates it. and if you want to watch a live burning of it, we're gonna go on Instagram right now. <laughs> I I enjoy the game, but I, I can only if you've played Hadrian's Wall, not played Imperial Settlers. Don't even bother. I think yeah. if you've played Imperial I Settlers, haven't played Imperial er, er, Hadrian's Wall. Maybe don't buy Hadrian's Wall because it's gonna it's gonna lay off yeah. Imperial Settlers for you. And then it's funny because they're not even that similar, <laughs> but they have too many similarities for me that I would never play Imperial Settlers ever again. So if you want it, welcome to the board game beat down. Yeah, if you want <laughs> it, just Imperial message Ryan Settlers. and he'll sell it to you. Yep, you He's can you can have it for. Um, I bought it for like thirty five bucks. You could have it for like twenty five bucks, and just or see it in the next giveaway. Or it could be in a giveaway, a future giveaway, because it is a good game. I don't want you to get me wrong here. I yeah, like the, I do like yeah, the game. Don't back. I've played you it like ten times. It. It's a terrible game. I don't it's hate probably it. Probably the worst game you've ever played. I just, if I would much rather play Adrian's played. Wall. 
Yeah. It might appear on her list later. Yeah, this is the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> I didn't even think about that for that list. You think it could be on there? Who cares? No. Jeff, what do you what do you have after this? Okay, so I haven't been playing shit lately. Cool. <laughs> but I do have an update. I last Monday played a game called Heaven and Ale again. Oh, I heard oh, about I know how this ends. I'm do? not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna give it away. So on previous plays of Heaven and Nail, if you remember from episode something. <laughs> Negative like points. 11 points. Negative. Oh. Yeah. No, 11, I think, would it be my better. highest. Uh, <laughs> no, I think 12 was my highest. And what I was the winning score in that game? Like 60. Right? <laughs> so I was not good. I'm not good. And I, I reached out and I was like, what is wrong with yeah, me? Well, I, I can't know. play this. Ben and M were like, haha, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and But Emily did tell me that they, they've played games where they've both scored in the 20s. They've mm-hmm. played games where they've both scored in the 60s. And... 120, 130, right? How can that happen? Is there random? Is there a lot of randomness in this? So, game? well, so I, yeah, there is a lot of randomness because the tiles come out in random order. Got it. It's that's difficult um, to kind of wrap your head around and, and plan for. Uh, it's so we played on Monday and I won. Whoa, oh, really? with 12 points? Yeah. <laughs> I was play I played by myself. No. Um, <laughs> I played a multiplayer game by myself. No. So I, we added in the expansion, which is called like, the beer and like tracking. I don't know what it is. Trailer. I don't know, Google it. Anyway, it's beer and tracking. It's right. basically an extra. Um, <laughs> it's like want, a sideboard. Okay. Yeah. And there is a dice that ends up on this. Kegs and more. Kegs and more. Oh, okay. um, if you beer remember the game, you're moving around uh, <laughs> like, yeah, sort of right. like, you know, <laughs> Takedo or something. You move far as you want forward, but can't move backwards. You take a tile, you add it to your board. This little thing adds a second board where there's a dice on it, and if you land on the dice space, you get to move this wagon around and deliver beer, okay? So even without that board, if I had taken my points away from that board, I still would have won. Wow. Everybody remove that. Here's the thing. I don't know how I won. I'm not convinced that I understand what I did differently <laughs> from game one to game two. You sneezed and moved your score point more. Yeah, I just kept, like, yeah, I just kept stealing things. Did you play Maybe. with four people? I played with Dave and Bill, so Joe wasn't there to ruin the fun. So maybe, um, maybe it was Joe leaving. Maybe he. Maybe he <laughs> you hear that, Joe? Yeah. Come back to Texas so Jeff can win more. Yeah. Often. Every time if I have a nail, Joe, you can't be there. But it was, it was again. It's a game I like, but I'm like, why do I like it? I don't know how I did well, but anyway, that was an update. I won having a nail in your face. Nice. <laughs> in your face. Boom, that, dude. That's sweet. So do you like it better? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did, does that I change your opinion? I don't know. I think if I would have gotten destroyed again, I would have been like, all right, I can't play this game anymore. Like I can't, I can't continue to get six points in a game where people are winning with sixty, yeah. right? And like, and yeah. and actually enjoy it. I'm, I'm in, shocked like, you came back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to. It was Bill's pick. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I would honestly sometimes I, I could see you, so you being like, if you're gonna pick heaven and nail, fine. I'm not gonna show up tonight. Yeah, and and that might have been the next couple steps, but maybe I figure something out, or I just beat somebody else to a couple of the point tokens or tiles, and who knows? Maybe yeah. next time I'll score five and. Yeah, you always got that one win. I always have the one. You know you have potential. I have one. Yep, you did it. So you nailed it. Because we haven't been playing a whole lot of games, I want to talk about a puzzle. I want to talk about a puzzle. You guys like puzzles? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? No. No, me (laughs) either. Since this, not really. I mean, I don't care about them that much. I mean, they're fine. But (laughs) hearing about this thing that Jeff's been doing, that's all I want to do. So I like, I don't do puzzles. I'm not like, Fuck yeah, puzzle, puzzle man. Yeah, yeah. Right? But you I don't do wake see... up like Jack and go, puzzle time. Yeah, yeah. Puzzle time. <laughs> like I do see um, people on uh, Instagram and and just social media doing puzzles. I think that's like a like a maybe board game adjacent hobby sort of. I think yeah. people who play board games might like. It's getting popular, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. And I think because puzzles are evolving into maybe something that isn't boring as shit. 
Like this is this is an interactive puzzle. So this is called this is called Quezzle. Quezzle? Awesome. Q-U-E-Z-Z-L-E. It's like quest and puzzle smushed together. Okay. Okay. Yep. It's made Quizzle. by this company called Unidragon Puzzles. U-N-I Dragon Puzzles. And they make they make a bunch of puzzles, but the one I want to talk about is, is Quezzle. Quezzle. Oh, they make more than just Quezzle. Quezzle. Okay. Yeah, so they make this Quezzle that I'm going to talk about, and then they make a whole bunch of other puzzles shaped like different stuff. So those are, other ones are just regular puzzles, but this one has like the extra thing. Yes, this the one has adjacent. the quest with the puzzle. Yeah. The Quezzle. Okay, I want to do this. I want to do this really the badly. The Quezzle. The Quezzle. 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 Quetzel. 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 The Zs are like T-Ss. Oh. Quetzel. Quetzel. Quetzel's Quetzel's. Quetzel's. Quetzels. <laughs> Quetzels. Yep, you got it. So Quezzle. Q-U-E-Z-Z-L-E. Right? They are, and this Unidragon, they make wooden puzzles. They're like, you know, wooden-ish, right? Like, they might be part wooden, part Ikea wood. You know what I mean? But they're- Particle yeah. board? They're not- <laughs> Particle wood. They're not the, like, wood. fake card, like, cardboard, right. flat, normal Yeah, um, it's like- Thick. It's thick. It's nice. It feels good on your finger pads. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, all the pieces are like weird shapes, which I also love because it's not just the standard like hole and peg pieces. Mm -hmm. There's literally pieces that are shaped like a bird or a guy holding a hammer or it's like they're all. Does that make it so much harder? It makes it so much more fun. Oh. Like it's just more fun. I feel like I've had kids who walk into my room. So spoiler, I'm doing it with my class. Yeah. And okay. students Gross. are coming in and they're, oh man, come on. I'm sorry. What did you just say? Nothing, keep going. He insinuated that I was doing it with my class. <laughs> well, he did. I just said, no, gross. you insinuate. I no, said, I said words about a puzzle. <laughs> he said doing it with my class. Doing the puzzle. For the record, Jeff is doing a puzzle. I'm doing a class. puzzle. Thank you. That is all he's doing. Jeez, oh, Pete, when I'm fired, I guess I'm going to have to come here. We're going to need more Patreon backers. If you would like to support me and my unemployment because love. Ryan got me you fired. You have more time to do what you love, man. <laughs> he won't be able to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll support him. He can he can come over and I'll pay him a, a modest salary. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Work in Natalie's department. <laughs> oh my! They hire you. They hire you. In a so second. anyway, I have this freaking puzzle. It's called Quizzle. <laughs> and so, all right. So let me. It's let's start at the beginning. They sent me four two hundred and fifty piece puzzles. Which, when I told you guys about it, you thought it was a 4,250 4, pieces. So, four separate puzzles, all 250 pieces each, all cool, unique, those wooden shapes. Yeah. And then once you put all the four of them together, they then smush together into a giant puzzle. Oh, so you have to leave them all set up. You can. To get this to work. Is that you what can. You're doing no, you can school? do, yes. So, okay. we. I would. I brought like this foam board in, right? And we did the one puzzle, and then I moved the puzzle into the other thing. And then we did the next puzzle, and then we did the next puzzle. So they the create puzzle. like a panoramic. It kind of creates thing. Um, like a two by two. Yeah. So uh, puzzles yes. one and three are the sky with full of hot air balloons, and then two and four are like the city underneath it. That's cool. And it's this like kind of God, fantasy cool. city, right? Yeah. And it was so fun. Really? It was better than doing a puzzle. So once you get this all done, each puzzle themselves come with like a little. It almost looks like a little newspaper. Okay. A little newspaper. A little newspaper. And in the newspaper, it has like this little article, and it's like, the polar bear escaped from the zoo. And then on puzzle three, it's like, find the polar bear. So then you're kind of playing a where's Waldo on this puzzle that you just made to try to find where the polar bear is. Do you like mark or, something it's off? It's not obvious. You can if you want in like the little book. No, it's not. They're like, it's like a zoomed out. The things are like tiny. So you're kind of like looking, think micro macro or the micro something macro like that. Where you're, totally, you're like glass. searching through. Or it's like... um on the first puzzle, there's this like path that you have to follow. And on one of the balloons, it says start, right? 
And then you follow these like little arrows and the arrows lead you to something. I don't want to like spoil anything. Right. There's also an app you can download that runs like this augmented reality. And if you hold it over the puzzle, it shows like birds flying through. And then that gives you a clue to something that was in your wow. little newspaper. So it's really like you put it together, which putting together the puzzle was fun. And then there's these like little mission challenges, where's Waldo sort of stuff on the puzzle itself. Wow. Which I think would be a blast for the kids. Yeah. So I'm excited they to, love that to bring stuff. it to you. Yeah, they do. Um, so we, um, we finished it. So we finished all these and then we put them together. And what's also really cool is if, if you buy the set of four, it comes with connector pieces. I was going to ask you, can you put yeah, them so together? You can just slide them together if you want. And then they just kind of, they might shift. Next to each other, but yeah. there are nine connector pieces that you then essentially remove pieces from the board, from the puzzle that then you oh, put so a bigger piece edge, in to connect it. Yeah, yeah. So like you take off the one edge and you'd connect the two. So, it yeah. and then there's one in the middle that's bigger. You take out those four middle pieces and stick them. So then it kind of, is together, right? There's no. So like, if you shifting. look at that beforehand, you could see. Oh, here's the four middle pieces I need. Yeah, you kind of know because yeah. if you're doing the four puzzles separately, you you like you know what the corner is. Yeah. But if you do them yeah. all together, yeah, there could be. So like what a, makes it more fun putting it together than a regular I think puzzle? The pieces, man. I don't know if like the pieces being different as you're looking at it, you pick up a piece and it's shaped like a woolly mammoth. Well, and you're, you're probably like, this not is cool. like, oh, it's a puzzle piece. You're like, ooh, a woolly mammoth. I wonder where this goes. Yeah, instead of just like another puzzle piece. Is it cool like when you're like? Puzzle. The woolly mammoth goes next to the pelican. Like, yeah, how it's did cool, that and they like fit together. Is it like that? There's also um, in in these. There's like extra pieces, and these extra pieces put together into like a little wooden animal. Like you get a bird for the first one, and that's like what the augmented reality does. So you have this like little wooden bird that you put together with some of the extra pieces. Hmm. It's fun. And then one of my students dropped it on the ground. <gasps> yeah, I didn't oh, tell no. you guys that. So it just shattered. So we have a th- we had a thousand pieces done separately. The whole thing. Wait, how the fuck did they put do it, that? So here's what happened. It's she, do you want to work there really anyway? <laughs> <You know>? So <laughs> I, it was on. <laughs> we we put them all on this like trifold poster board. Okay, so it like goes in the middle, and I folded it up. Okay. So that was going to be the way I was going to like transfer it back home to take some pictures, post about it on Instagram, blah blah. So we put it all together, folded it up. And this girl came into my class and she sits at one of the front desks and she like picked it up and moved it and thought it was just like oh, poster board. Slid right out? No, and she just like tipped it and like put oh, it down like and it just fell straight, not like knowing there was fragile. a puzzle in there. And she was like, oh my God, what I'm have so I done? sorry. So now we are redoing. She has failed. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take you to do the original It four? It took, so the first one, my students were kind of like doing it slowly. And then when they started to have fun, the other two, like we got puzzle four done in a day, like yeah. a couple hours. They have like 15 minutes of morning homeroom. Someone came to my seminar and like finished it up. It was like two days. It was done. The first one took probably a week of them just kind of like yeah. doing it little by little. And and then they well, were then like, they got we need this. It. We need it. And they were like, they keep got going. They the were hunger. Like, the third one got done and I like didn't bring the fourth one. And the next day and I got like threatened. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'll bring it. Don't worry. Relax. So then it all fell over. And now we're redoing it as now one gigantic thousand piece puzzle. Oh it like no! Which is way harder. Was there some chunks okay, it together? Was, I would say seventy five percent of it was. Oh, was ruined. so no. there was did still some pieces that were together. In slow motion. Um, or did you hear I it? I came in and I was like, "What happened? What? Oh, it had already uh, been. It had already done. I probably was like, I, I, I honestly think I was like, "What the fuck? I don't know if I like. Uh, they don't care. I was like, "What happened? So we put them all back on. I think we have all the pieces. We're not quite done yet. We're about eighty percent done. Oh my god! But gosh. it's. Way harder when you're doing a thousand okay. piece puzzle instead so of a two hundred fifty piece puzzle because that it got destroyed. Yeah, oh, they know because they they've been coming in and working. Were they on it like, now. what yes. the fuck? They were like, Julia, they were like, tell me who it is. I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. They were so like, she's in like witness protection like now. Hunt. Yeah, they were on like a winch hunt. I'm like, I swear she feels really bad. She's she in the Swiss Alps. Yeah, she's gone now. Yeah, um, she but it was <laughs> so. 
it's harder doing a thousand piece puzzle. So if you're like, oh, yeah. the 250 is easy, you could just dump them all together and do a thousand piece yeah. puzzle because the balloons are now in half of the puzzle instead of just a quarter of the puzzle, right? So it's not, yeah. now I have a whole bunch of sky pieces that could go here or here. No, oh, thank you. That does not the sound fun. The 250 is very manageable. The kids would have fun with it. Yeah. It's If they were all like mixed up like that, like would you have any idea what, like if you wanted to split them up and they weren't put together, you couldn't? It's well, you know what I mean. Like I it's can not now. like a so here's thing what I did. that says like this is puzzle A. This no, so you'd have to put them together. Yeah. You have to put the puzzle together. So what? Oof. We're gonna finish the puzzle, Oofa. and then I'm going to put the pieces back in box one, right, two, three, right. and four, and then give them to you guys. Um, how but, big is the final thing? Like, could it fit on this table? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I measured it. It's like um, 24 tall by like 40. It's like maybe oh, okay. two by four, sort of. Um, it's kind of okay. big. So it's not. But like it would ginormous. fit on here. Yeah, I would still maybe recommend like putting it on a board. Um, then you can move it. Yeah. But it's so you can go on this Unidragon website and you can buy this Quezzle, if that's cool. You can buy it in parts. So you can just buy part one if you want. It's available now. It's available now. You can go on there. You can also you can also use Mad Ten as a promo code. Oh my God! Boo. He's got his own Whoa. promo code. So that'll save you ten percent. You don't need this job, this school yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs a real job? Who needs job a real job? Ten percent off Ten percent off Quetzal. <laughs> um, so. You can get 10% off. Mad10 is the promo code. You can get it on any of their products that they have, but they have, so you can buy them individually. The downside, it's, it's a little pricey, right? So for a 250 piece puzzle, it's like, I want to say like 30-ish dollars, um, which is a higher end puzzle. You're getting a better well, product I mean, yeah, and that like kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like made of wood and it's not puzzle shapes. So the whole it's thing is like, you know, the yeah, whole thing is pricey if you want the entire yeah. So they all, they all four of them have the same type of, of afterward where yeah, you're so, looking yeah, so for Yeah, so if you just buy inside. the one and you just get this balloon sky or you just want you the city thing, the you can still do not really missing Each of them out. come with their so individual quests. quests. And then another quest for the whole thing? Yeah. So and then you how could, far did you get? Like, is there a ton to do? We, well, it broke the day we like the day after oh, we finished it. So oh, we haven't man. done a lot of it. But some of the kids have just looked at it while they were finishing. It was like, oh, here's the, yeah. the three animals that escaped. Here's the dragon. Here's the princess. And like did some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So... But it was very fun. It's less fun the second time with the thousand piece puzzle. Yeah. But they have like owls. They have like Harry Potter theme. You can just get a bunch of like different ones if you don't want this. Oh. Okay. There's like, you know, the 170 piece one that's shaped like a peacock or something. And it and doesn't have the game part. And it doesn't have the game. It's just it's yeah. just the cool puzzle wooden pieces, mm -hmm. different shaped, different shapes. Yeah. And and then it's also not like th this this Quezzle one was a was a rectangle, but the the owl one is not like it's like th there's no shape, edges right. Yeah. right? It okay. just, it feels like a different puzzle. It feels like high class puzzling. Yeah. Because my mom used to do puzzles all the time. Mm -hmm. She still does puzzles. I go to her house, there's a puzzle there. And I remember at her house, it was always kind of like, here's a building, right? And you're then putting it together. Or here's like junk on a table. And that's what the, mm -hmm. the, the yeah. puzzle, puzzle is. Right. This just felt, I don't know what made it feel so cool, but I'll give it to you guys. Maybe well, you can. Well, it sounds high quality. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can like, like verbalize it better. But it's just well, like the pieces were cool. I was excited to like see the thing as you pick them up and you're like, this is shaped funny. Like, yeah. I'm not used to this kind of fun Seems more puzzling. Yeah, I think I think the kids will enjoy it. My students have like loved yeah. it. I've had kids who, you know, will talk to me about the puzzle. Like yeah. they don't talk to me about other stuff sometimes. They talk to me about the puzzle. Where's the puzzle? Well, I don't. What happened to the puzzle? You're like, right. this is game club. I never puzzle yeah. crap. Yeah. So, I like building fun. puzzles, but my biggest problem with them is like, I go spend all this time building this puzzle and then I'm like, well, I don't have space to just keep it here. And, then some and I'm just going to have to immediately <laughs> destroy it, you know, and I feel like, like, well, what was the point? You know, like I did it and I'm like, cool. The journey, not the destination. It, it is. It's I more know. of like, I did it. 
great. But see, but I this like one that. has a destination. That's what I mean. That's why something. I'm excited about this because after it's done, you can do something else with it before you like yeah. take it apart. And don't, it's not like the most amazing. I know. Like qu- it's still, not like oh my god, there's you're like so a enthralled reason in it. But you, to yeah, there's get stuff to, the to do end, besides just like oh that looks nice. Okay, I'll put it back. You know, <laughs> like. That's what the puzzle world, the puzzle industry yeah. needed this. Yeah. So I was yeah. looking at the statistics for the puzzle industry and they were tanking hard. And now Quetzal came out. <laughs> Quetzal. And they are Quetzal. Yeah. <laughs> it's really So you like Dragon Puzzles. If you go to their website or if you message me and Mad 10. I can send it to you. Mad 10 is a 10% off promo. Matt, look at you. Booyah, your first promo, promo code. code. Do you even need us anymore? Why are you even on well, the show? I, just I got mean, fired just, from my regular job. Yeah, I guess you need us still. You need yeah, us still because no, we're yeah. rolling in the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> That's just going to go right yeah. to Jess Bank. So while we were talking with our dear friend Julia at Hobby World at Gen Con, one of the absolute highlights of the convention for all of us, except Natalie, who just hated it, I decided yep. to pick up a game I had been looking at called Cutterland. I haven't heard uh, this game get any buzz, and I wasn't too sure why because it looked really cute and kind of like a fun novelty. It's an I cut, you choose game which I love, and it takes that quite literally, as you are quite literally cutting pieces of the game board and distributing them to your opponents each turn until you have all built a landmass from these cutouts. You then score points based on a number of different character icons that are all on the different pieces uh, that you chose throughout the game, and the most victory points wins. I like the theming and the art of this, which is like that 16-bit Super Nintendo kind of style, mm-hmm. and the theme is like fantasy monsters and stuff. For instance, the Kraken devours all creatures next to it, scores points based on how many it eats. The goblins score points for how many of them you have in an area. The centaur scores points for how many squares of the area it's in. The dragon scores points if there's exactly two. The turtles score less points the more of them you have in an area, and the toads are just simply negative two victory points. You need to arrange your land that you get Uh, these cutouts, in such a way that allows your krakens and dragons to devour characters you don't want in your land, like those additional turtles or or dragons or toads, but you need to make sure that they don't eat your point-making characters, so you have to be a bit mindful and clever with how you arrange everything. There's also walls, bridges, and towers you can use to help attach or detach areas and protect your creatures from being devoured, and the entire thing is over in, I don't know, 25 minutes? Yep. Yeah. Ish. Okay, Um, so I liked this game a lot. It was kind of, it gave me, there's not a lot of times where I buy a game and I feel exactly how I expected to feel after it. This game, I think I felt exactly what I expected to feel. I felt really good. (laughs) I felt like... Really, really good. Really, 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 really good. I felt like this was, um, this gave me what I was looking for. It gave me the I cut you choose mechanism, which is really fun. I really enjoyed having you have these like character sheet or these sheets that are going to end up being the terrain used in all of your in your land. And on your turn, you basically take one and you cut it in such a way that there's the same number of pieces for the number of players you're playing with in the game. And so when you cut them up, you put them down on the table and then your opponents take them and then you get the last one and then you put them in your tableau, your area, your building, your like tile laying area. And it's really fun making that additional decision point of I can make this look like whatever I want it to look Mm -hmm. like. There was a couple of turns we had where I cut out this little one by two section that I know Jeff wanted to take because it was going to really help him. But it's only one by two. So it's just these. That's all he's getting out of these two little things. I freaking Natalie took it. And then Natalie ended (laughs) up taking it. Um But there's also another round where I thought Natalie was going to want this one tile, so I made it a one-by-one. 
And then I gave this other, this other land was like four by three, you know, that I ended up getting, which was, it worked out like I wanted to. Um, and it's just, you, there's really cool ways you can, you can do to manipulate, you know, by looking at your opponent's, um, board, tableau, yeah. tile, whatever it's called, yeah. but you're looking at what they need. You can kind of tailor your cuts to maybe what land. they want your land. You can tailor the cuts that you make to what your opponents might want in their land, but you don't want so much, but you kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm putting this out here to entice you to take this one because this one's way better for me. Yeah. You know, there was one moment where I have, I was like, okay, Natalie's going to want this for sure. Jeff's really going to want this. And that leaves all the rest for me. And they probably won't take all the rest because it doesn't help them as much as the littler ones do. You know, so I liked those kinds of decisions where you could kind of manipulate the your cuts right. to, I did it in a to way how too, those like, helped you. Like there's there's some good and some potentially bad symbols on there. So I tried to make it more even. So like one piece wasn't giving you a bunch of good stuff and one piece was giving you a bunch of bad stuff. I tried to put like some good and bad together. So it's like, okay, you get that, but you also get you this. You also got to take this you know? one. So that's how I would try to cut it up to make it more like. Yeah, but then Fair. you always put all the stuff on the crack, and then Jeff gets the crack, and he gets all the points for the crack. I was crack. the only one who had a crack in. You had two crackers. Oh, but crack then Ryan talks it up like crackers. he's going to lose, and then he wins. Yeah. Well, cool. classic Ryan. I, did I Cla- talk it up like I was going to lose? Well, you yeah, you're ta- like, let's total the points up and see how much we lose to Jeff by. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Total it up. Oh, oh I won 49 to 47. <laughs> so. Okay, 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 okay. That may or may not have happened. The it only did. person down here that can say that is Jeff. We're recording. <laughs> Natalie, no, she, you're you're on my team. <laughs> um, no, so I I really liked uh, the cutting aspect of. It. I thought it was yeah. cool. I also like they gave you a shitload of sheets. There's a shitload of sheets in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and and even when you're done cutting all the sheets up, which I don't know that it'll it'll, it'll be a while before that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, you can still use the ones you cut up. You don't have to throw them away. Uh, so this game is definitely not just a cut up and and throw it away because it's a it's a weird concept. When you first hear about this, you're yeah, like it's weird. you're cutting up the game. Yeah, we're like, and it's oh. usable again, it you know, like, even. and it's not a legacy. It comes with, that's right, it comes with scissors. At the very least, you can spend 20 bucks and buy some scissors. Now, this game is very light. It's over, like I said, it was over within about 25 minutes. And so it's not going to be anything other than probably a filler. Yeah. Right? But I think it fits really good in that in that kind of thing. I don't have any other games like this. This is the only game I have like this. This is a cool novelty game to bring out to show some nons, I think. Like, what are we deciding to play? You know what? We're gonna we're gonna take 25 minutes. We're gonna play this game called Cutterland. You're actually going to be taking scissors and cutting up the components and building your little space to get the most points. And I thought that was kind of fun too. Getting the stuff to like, you know, maximize your points. You know, like I really want that land because then I can put it here. Oh, and then I get to take this wall to cut them in half so I don't lose points for that. There was decision points um in it, and I just felt about it the way I expected to, which is I expected to like it. And I do. What'd you guys think? Me. Natalie. Clockwise. <laughs> I liked it too. Um, I mean, I don't know if I even have much more to add to what you said, but yeah, this cutting with the cutting it up with the scissors and the that was the best part is making the decision of how to cut up your card. Cut it um, up, and then the other most interesting part so was um, <laughs> was yeah, it was like laying down the tiles to try to maximize your points. Um, I don't know. Like you said, it was a it was a good filler. It was a little bit different. It was fun. It was short. I I liked it. I would like to keep it and keep playing it. Awesome. Fun and short, just like me. What about you, Jeff? What do you think? I'll tell you some things. (laughs) Jeff's here. I Jesus. Why am I here? What do I even do? He's got he has got his promo code out. He doesn't need us. Why don't you like try not to insult him so much? Jesus fucking hell. Oh, He's Lord. taller than you. 
Everybody's taller than me. All I am is nice to Natalie. (laughs) All I am is nice to Natalie. (laughs) Natalie... Natalie gets what she deserves from me. <laughs> she always starts it. She does start it. She starts it. <laughs> Look at her face. Let me tell That's you about this thing. Of, at Gen I know. Con. I got. I'm gonna. Oh, we're unleashing some stories. We're unleashing some stories. So he's been waiting for you to, to really go at, after him at Gen Con. We like revenge stories. There's yeah. this room where we sit at a table and you can eat. It's a new room. Remember this room? Totally. The e- yeah, they, they <laughs> the, cut they the, cut the, apart the some of the vendor hall. Yeah, the which I liked area. a lot. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Maybe a little too big, but it was really cool. Yeah, I hope they keep it. And I went, and Joe and I were going to go walk back to the car. I don't even know what this is. Know. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, you wouldn't, oh, Natalie, yeah, because all the meanness just rolls yeah, together into right, one shape of you. Now I walked away. I remember. Okay, this. and. Joe and I were going to go to the car. Joe was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay, so we walk away. And I walk back to the table because our good friends, Amanda and Wally, had sat down, and I would like to say hi. <laughs> you can't, man. Not so without, I walk not back, this. and Natalie goes, what the hell are you doing here? I thought you were going to the car. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I did not. I think the word what hell, the hell wasn't in there. What the hell are you doing the, here? That's what you think. I don't know. I think you were more like, I think you were like, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, I, like, thought he I guess I'll just say back. hi to Amanda. Oh, Ryan, you're not short. Don't worry. Jeff's here. You're taller than his short ass. He's ugly, too, so fuck him. You're fine. You're the best looking one at this table, Ryan. Thanks for doing a podcast. Oh Shit. Cutterland sucked. Don't buy this stupid game. Damn. Oh, Natalie. What am I doing? They are revenge stories, by the way. They're revenge stories. I know. It's so <laughs> you go after him. He's like, oh, yeah. I have I got, Look what I got written down. It makes me sound Do it so again. Much Do it than again. It actually no, we have proof now that you just called me short and ugly right here on the show. I never called you ugly. And ugly. I'll listen back. We know. I'll listen back. And ugly. I think short listen implies back. Without ugly. Even a pa- without even, you had insult in your brain ready that Jeff was short. You're like, oh, it was short and fun. And Ryan's like, just like me. Well, not really, like, because like, Jeff's even shorter and he's right here. I was trying was, to take the shortness <laughs> and onto myself. <sighs> That's crazy. What are we talking about? All right, man. So tell us what you hated about Cutterland. <laughs> it was fine. Think of Julia. I think think you of Julia. Don't think of Natalie. Get him away from Jeff. Cutterland was the fine. Why? Well, so he's going to kill you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stab him into your heart. Cutterland was fun. I did like it. Um, I thought literally cutting things was, was like, that's. <laughs> that's the, the, game. the mechanism is I cut you choose and that's what you yeah, really get to not, do not, not enough I cutting. cut you choose games um, have you cutting yeah, yeah. they're not left handed scissors so if you're a lefty you might need to get your own scissors um, I thought the scoring was cool I really liked that it didn't just surround having the same land types like a King Domino is you need to match the same land types this you really didn't need to no the, there was like these bridges Most that you can get and other stuff that you can create that yeah, the really, really allows you the to connect stuff. was the only one that, you, that mattered yeah it that. didn't really matter and yeah. I kind of like that uh, because it I thought it was different than what I thought it was going to be. I liked that there was like no requirements for placement. You could just put anything wherever you wanted to. You could make one really long strip if you, you wanted could. to, right? But good. Not that you'd score anything. Um, I did do some math. You get 160 sheets. If you play at the max number every time, you can play it 13 times. Wow. So because each you get, player gets three. Because each player gets three, so yep. you use okay. 12 total at most in a game. Okay. You can get 13 plays with a couple sheets left. That's over. impressive. Um. And I'm sure there's probably a booster pet you can buy something but again, else. But the game is because the cutting is the most fun part because you is. can use the you can use them yeah. afterward. But, like but said, I agree yeah. that would you would lose something there. Not yeah, cutting. I like the cutting, and and then because the decision's already made for you when you already cut it and use the cut pieces, mm-hmm. so you get 13 fresh plays uh, at a max level. If you play with two or three, you're good, obviously getting more because you're yeah. losing less. 
totally. of those things. So uh, that's the, interesting, though. That does kind of like go. Oh, that's only thirteen. I know. But that I I, I just I mean, how often is that? Gonna, if you love this game, you're going to buy it again. Yeah. yeah. If you love this game enough to play thirteen times <laughs> and want to keep cutting, how you're going to buy it again. It? it was not expensive. Like it was 20, about it was about twenty bucks. Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was about oh, okay. twenty. It wasn't it thirteen wasn't plays bad. for twenty bucks. Yeah, and scissors. And you, yeah. get, you get scissors. And you get scissors. You get so scissors. yeah, I I enjoyed it, and the the short, not funny, ugly one is done talking now. <laughs> ugly one. So I think I think he's saying the shortness implies ugly. ugliness. No, is what he's saying. I'm the shortest, really. That's why I said you taller than her. Don't cover. Don't try to backtrack here now. <laughs> also, are those like Go uni, eat combos? Uni you can buy it for seventeen dollars on the on the seventeen dollars. Uh, Go eat some combos, <laughs> Yes, the scissors are. There's no thumb hole. Yeah, in they're the, the same on both sides, so I think anyone can use. Can anyone use them anyway? Like me. Well, he said they're not left-handed scissors, but I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no. Are you left-handed? No, <laughs> I'm not. I am short though. Yes, you are. I know. <laughs> I know. But you are left-handed. What are you doing here? Are you left-handed? No. You were just holding the he pen does with your some left hand. Sometimes left I hand. hold things with different... I have two hands. I can hold them <laughs> how I want. Does. I don't Sometimes. ever hold a pen with my left hand. Don't you like... Uh, do you golf left-handed? Yeah. You do? Yeah, you wouldn't know because you don't want to be on my team. <laughs> 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 Did I tell that story on the air yet or what? No, I just <laughs> have I told that one on the show? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I did. I think you did. Yep. <laughs> I did not even uh, mean to set him up that way. That was a good thing. I didn't even mean to, but I got you back. <laughs> I was trying to have your back with the sword thing. I know. I, know. I was not. <laughs> he was backing up for the left hand. I, I didn't want you. I wasn't like, who's shorter, me or Jeff? But you let everybody know that wasn't what I was going for. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. You're shorter than Jeff. I'll say. I don't worry. you're taller than Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Uh, everybody okay. go around and tell how tall they are. <laughs> No! No. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those are the games we play. <laughs> uh, I'm crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> okay. I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters to help out. 
The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry, you do. Twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. Why don't you step doom, inside? Doom, Come on, it's doom, warm doom, in there. Doom, you think you found doom, some grass, doom, but nope, it's pubic doom, hair. Doom, you wonder why doom, there's doom, so doom, much doom, underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's doom, Nook. Today, on Natalie's Nook, it's the Thanksgiving edition. And we're going to talk gobble, about gobble, gobble, gobble. thankfulness. That's a turkey. Thanks. You're welcome. One thing I'm not thankful for. No, just kidding. <laughs> You're not thankful for turkeys? <laughs> when you interrupt my nook. No, just kidding. I'm not kidding. We're in the we're in the we're not allowed to talk portion of the Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk very shortly. Um so kind of hmm. what I wanted to talk Another about. Short I wanted joke. to <laughs> <laughs> Nice now. You're hilarious. All right, let's start right over. Uh, let's start over. <laughs> start out on Let me everybody the left take foot. a deep breath. <laughs> with their mouths closed. <laughs> deep breath with your mouth closed. Through your nose. Through, through your nose, nose. you through stupid idiots. <laughs> Shut up. Um Last time, you know, we talked about kind of a heavier subject. This time um, in America, Thanksgiving is coming up this week. And I wanted to talk about something positive and um, and things. Basically, I want to talk about what we're thankful for in the gaming hobby and also maybe kinds of ways that we've seen the industry giving back. And I think that we should just go around and take turns. <laughs> okay, Sure. Would you like me to go first? Please. Okay. Yeah. One thing I, I am thankful for <laughs> is that we've made a lot of new friends, especially Michigan friends like Ben and M and Sam that we actually get to see and hang out with. And also many others who we not only talk to about games, but about life and struggles. And they're just like actual friends. And I think that's awesome. And we only would have met them through the board game community. Totally. Oh, gosh, that's it. Okay. Um you want to go next or you nope. want me to? Okay. So <laughs> what I am thankful for, is this hobby in general has given me kind of kind of an, ident- an identity. Okay. So like I used to be like the video game guy. Like I felt like that was kind of my identity. Like I was just like wrapped up in video games. I had like every console. I don't even know why. Just because I was just, I was a kid and I liked video games. And then when I found board games, that completely switched. And in a lot of my circles, you know, in life, I'm the board game guy. And I like that. I feel I really enjoy that, you know, and now, you know, I do a podcast and, you know, we have these walls full of games and it's kind of my thing, you know, as, as all of us can say that too, of course. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really thankful for this, something that I can immerse myself into that just constantly is growing and evolving. You know, it's never going to get stale. There's like, I, how many games do I have down here? Hundreds, almost 300 couple, games down yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that will, you know, if I didn't get one brand new game ever again, I could play these for the rest of my life and and, and not be bored. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that eternal 
long, you know, the hobby that will probably never get old because yeah. these games are just all so freakishly different. We just played a game where we cut the components apart. Right, and we've never even done that, and you played like thousands of games. So basically. I'm very thankful for that. I also want to Wait. echo what Natalie's, okay. I didn't mention this part, Stop but talking. I was going to go around like, you don't have to just say it all at once. Oh, like Jeff goes and then I'll go again. Another thing. I'm oh, so I should have multiple yes. thankfulnesses. So That's my it, number one Dury. thankfulness. Okay, <laughs> your turn. The rules might change we as you're in the middle of this. <laughs> just so you know, it's kind of funnier that we don't. Here's what I'm thankful for. I am thankful. We have to for... switch seats now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the nook is not the most professional. Yeah, here you can. This is the thankful speaking microphone. Hello, I'm speaking into Ryan's microphone now. The thankful microphone. And I am thankful for. Having a podcast with two wonderful friends who are kind and nice to me. (laughs) (laughs) And that not only do we get to play board games, we get to talk about it. Yes. And do this thing. Like, what are we doing? We're sitting in a basement talking about board games. Right. We just giggle and goof off for hours every other Sunday. Yes. It's like, that's so fun that the the hobby can evolve into other things. And And sometimes people actually listen to us. Sometimes. We we would never hang out this much if we didn't have this. (laughs) (laughs) Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. It's exactly what you mean. Because those are the words that you say. The words you say matter. No, you're laughing. Let okay. me explain. This, now we need to go back. Gonna, you need to go. I'm not saying these mean things like you did four, four minutes ago. Are you hearing this, people? I better get messages backing me up. Everybody, <laughs> let me explain myself. I mean, because we have busy lives, because we have the scheduled thing, we we get to see each other and hang out of course, more often of than we course. probably would have, because we probably wouldn't make the time for it. You know. Shut up. Did you do that on purpose? Because that was the greatest. I did not do it on purpose. That I was, was trying to do it to be you nice. You also looked directly at me. <laughs> well, yeah. And you were I like. I live with the other guy. I, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't hang out with you if it wasn't for board games. I live with the other guy. Look how short you are. Why would I ever want to hang out with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is the. I'm sweating from my too. anus. It's I'm wearing so a sweatshirt. Funny. I need to like. I know. It's take hot this down off. here all of a sudden. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. Anyway, so, back, another thing. Wait, wait, is it back to you? It's my turn. Shit. Going, I thought we were oh, like I going thought, to Jeff and sneaking I thought your around. My thankfulness was that you didn't have to hang out with me. Oh, is that <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm thankful we get to hang out. Oh, okay. <laughs> you dang as never. We would never hang yeah, out if it wasn't for this podcast. I don't even know your name. so funny. Anyways, I'm also thankful for the hobby. That connects Ryan and I, giving us a hobby that we love to share yeah, together. That's true. That's a good one. Can I? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Jeff would also echo this with Devin. Playing games. I said that weird. Yeah, Playing yeah. <laughs> games with your SO, yeah. you know, is it kind of brings a whole new level of acceptance. <laughs> like, okay, this is okay for me to do. <laughs> and it just makes everything come full circle. When you or with your your partner, right? You want to be able to share the things you're most passionate about with them. And you can't honestly always expect your partner to have that same level of passion that they do, that you do, of course, because that's just not fair. Um, so if you find somebody who does, I mean, grab that and run as fast as you can because it is, it's fucking awesome. I mean, how how great is it that you and Devin play games together? It's great. Right? I mean, is that not like, oh, 
I can just play games with my like, wife, the person I want to spend time with that I want to the be most. With all the time. Yeah. I don't ever have to see Natalie if I don't want to. Remember that ladybug <laughs> that was flying around? It landed directly in front of you right by your arm. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> just want to let you know that. It's brown. It's a They're not actually, they're not ladybugs. They just look like them. I is it the Japanese beetle? Maybe. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it just they're fell from the ceiling. And is it Sensei right Yum? Yeah. <laughs> is it Sensei Yum? Just look it. Yeah, no. so I would say if it doesn't hurt it, it just gets it away. It's fine. Whatever, go on. Yeah. I would I agree with that. I think that I love playing games with Devin. I it's it's like a date night at home. Mm-hmm. It's also a little form of like escapism. You you can get away like you're playing a game, you can kind of get involved in this mystery crime game that Devin yeah. and I are playing, and you're just kind of at home, right? It's yeah. It's also it's a cheap date night, um, especially if you already have a few games. You could just play them over and over and over again if you want. You don't have to be obsessed like you know the three of us are and buy all the games that we want all the time. You don't have to do that. Right. You could just get a few games and play them all the time. Like Ben and M talked about playing Agricola 70 times, you know, yeah. which sounds miserable, 14th century farming. <laughs> um, but that's you can just do that. It's a way to escape and not have to – spend a hundred bucks at dinner and a movie and do that. It's, I love having date night with Devin. That would be something I was thankful for. Also. Yeah. Doesn't that just, br- it just, it makes everything so awesome. Yeah. Um, do you want to give sure. it again? Um, I don't know if you guys don't have any more, that's fine. I can come up with some. Um, I also want to say I'm thankful for, and it's just awesome to see people, um, that are so generous out there. My example that comes to mind first is Dan, fat guy eating burritos. Uh, he just seems to give away games or gifts games to people just because, you know? And it's just like so incredibly nice and thoughtful and it just seems seemingly like comes out of nowhere. And it's He's just, so like, nice yeah. and great that <clears throat> when a game, like, so we just got Magic the Gathering, uh, this like booster set in the, in the mail. No, no name, name on, it. on it, no like anything. And, and the first thing I said, I was like, I'll bet this was Dan. You know, just because that's the kind who of he is. he is. Yeah, that is who that that is who he is. And I, yeah, I'm very thankful for him. I wanted to echo what you said the first time. Where it's gone? Where'd it go? <clears throat> okay, I wanted to echo what you said the first time, which was the friends we've made. So we may not be the biggest podcast. We may not ever be the biggest podcast. Maybe we will. Let's be the biggest podcast. Maybe ever. We may not <laughs> ever be the biggest board game podcast. But the the community that we have. The listeners that we have who consistently engage with us, that we engage back with, I wouldn't trade for all the dice towers in the entire tower of dice. Yeah, suck at dice tower. You know? <laughs> Seriously? I, I I love our listeners, the people, again, the people who engage with us, all the friends we've made. Yes. Um, and I think that might be what I'm most thankful for, I think, are all the people and friends that we've made along the way. I agree. No, I, I do. I, <laughs> I've loved meeting people on Instagram and just creating friendships over, you know, it starts with a random comment of a, about a board game. And then it's like, you know, what else do you play? Where do you live? You know, mm-hmm. like, tell, and then all of a sudden now, I, like, you, you feel like them. you're like friends, yeah. right? You know, you know, they're about their kids and their job and their life. And it just, it, it evolved from a comment on Sagrada to being a real friend and, and talking to each other about stuff. And I, I just love doing that on Instagram on our discord is great. Um, it's just been, it's a very cool community that I feel like is, is still sort of small. Um, but I like that because it feels like more intimate, it feels like a family. Yeah. It feels like, you know, I would love to just get all these people together in one place and just like meet everybody. And hopefully at some point, whether, you know, if Gen Con gets bigger and people start showing up, it was amazing at this past Gen Con to even just meet 
two or three people that we yeah, that we was. knew. And, and, and the, the crazy yeah. part, like we said in the other episode, is that we met them and I felt like we already had met them, but we hadn't. You know what I mean? Like in person. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Um, really, the last thing that I had was I'm just also grateful for a community um, that is open to like sharing thoughts and ideas in a positive way. Like, I feel like the board game community, I mean, obviously it's about board games, but I feel like it is so, there's just so much constant communication and shot, thought sharing and like, and discussion. And I think that's so awesome, especially for people like us who just like to talk about stuff we love, who like to analyze things, who like, you know, even just like what another thing that comes to mind is um, the other Dan, right? Dan from the game table, is that his name? Daniel, yes. Daniel. Okay. So like, you know, we played Zolkin and he, and we didn't really like it. And then he loves it. And so he reached out to you and he was just like, why didn't you like it? I want to show you why I like it. Maybe you'll change your mind. And it's just like, even just stuff like that, where he's like, I want to discuss this topic with you. Yeah. You know, from my perspective. These people are all just as passionate as we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, and obviously all of the, discussion on Instagram and, and reviews and all that stuff too but it's just it's just like a really cool community in that way and I'm and I'm grateful to be part of it I totally agree with you <clears throat> 100% you had something else you wanted to share as well yes so also since it's the season of giving um <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to I mean we all have a lot of not all of us a lot of us have a lot of board games um, and there's different ways to, if you want to get rid of some, there's different ways to auction them off or sell them or trade them or whatever. But if you also felt like you wanted to donate old board games, um, you know, and, and want to give back, I have a list of some places that, you know, obviously you'll have to contact them to see in your area if they will accept them, but a list of ideas of places that you could donate some board games to that's cool um and they include things like orphanages and children's homes uh therapy centers family shelters schools uh children's hospitals churches retirement homes youth clubs um homeless shelters ymca local libraries after school clubs some college and university societies um Potentially your friendly local game store and board game cafes. Can people just come and drop games off at Thurston? They could. Yeah. They would just have to like, they could obviously like <coughs> let somebody know. Like, yeah, obviously. Like, like, like I would just forward. like drive up and be like, here you go. I got yeah. these board games. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think libraries being the biggest part, because even if they don't have a board game club, libraries and schools have yes. stuff, right? <laughs> sure. Even if it's like Uno cards or something. Yeah. Kids love playing Uno. Mm-hmm. Or like a, just a deck of cards, something like that right. goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Kids love playing regicide. It's funny. Just yeah. a <laughs> quick side note. Um, I was looking on our, what, our, the Commerce Library website the other day because mm-hmm. they have like activities. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that go on. And I was just like looking, browsing through them to see if there's anything interesting for like the kids or whatever. And there was one that was like, they have a magic night there, but you couldn't sign up because the group was full. <laughs> Oh wow! And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> Is it the Commerce Area Board Gamers? Do you know that are that are doing it? I don't. There's know. like this club that <clears throat> occupies the library a lot. When when we so used to go to that FLGS, yeah. Okay, so it might not be them. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, that's crazy. 
Cool. <clears throat> well, cool. I'm glad you gave us that list, Natalie. Thank you for that. It is now time for the segment of the show that's responsible for over 90% of our downloads, according to the analytics I made up for this joke, in today's <laughs> Instagram inboxer. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. All right. All the short ones here. <laughs> Mad short board gamers here. <laughs> When you said that at first, I was like, oh, you didn't get very many responses. <laughs> no. <laughs> her, memory, her memory is that uh, short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, uh, along, I, I followed Natalie's nook. And <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm cool. That's fine. I wanted to ask do. the Instagram world uh, just something they're thankful for in the board game community, within board games, something that it's done for you, that kind of stuff. Again, season of giving Love in it. America. You get some uh, good answers? In America. Yeah. Yeah, I got some really good answers. Cool. So let's move on. Let's, yeah, all right. So now we're going to do the game of the episode. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Swoozle, uh, one of our uh, dear, international dear friends. friends. Like yes. we've met people across the globe, which For I would sure. just love to so meet cool. at some point. I feel like if when we meet Swoozle, let's just say when. It will it's be disappointing because like, he's just so awesome. It's, <laughs> it's going to be like he surreal, be won't it? Yes. Or like when we meet Jim Gamer, like how cool will that kind of yeah, stuff Yeah, totally so, cool. Um, he sent me a longer one because the the text box in the um, Instagram answer is yeah, like, you can only put so much it, stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Swoozle said, I'm just generally so incredibly thankful for the hobby. It provides me a safe space to get away from all that troubles me. It gives me a chance to clear my head um, and just enjoy the moment, which I completely agree with. He also it's says, hard to do. Um, I'm really loving the community as it feels like one of the most positive and supportive groups out there. Agreed. It's true. Totally Especially agreed. the Game Cashers community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Booyah. Uh, which is an absolute delight to interact with and be a part of, which is something I usually find very difficult and therefore makes me feel more special. Wow. You are How special. Cool you are, spe- you are a us. special, special man. Yeah. Mr. Measles said the friends that he makes while playing board games, which of course. Me. Yeah. He's only talking. He's, he's only talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, the friend that I made. Yeah. Well, the Ryan. opposite of that. Uh, CP Wilson <laughs> says he's thankful for Jeff and Natalie and not Ryan. So yeah. there, that's the opposite. But that's yep. predictable. That's against the spirit. Predictable. But that is predictable. Predictable, Chris. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Thank man. you, Natalie, for defending Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Chris Wilson also says a reason not to sit in front of the TV all the time and connect with friends. Yeah. Which is like so true. That's because one of the. I, so I kind of wish we would have talked about yeah. that earlier yeah. because that that I think is we we've talked about this in the past that. Getting doing an activity like watching TV or or watching a movie, hanging out with friends is one thing. But when you're actually doing something together, like yeah. a game, and you're still hanging so out and talking, it yeah. just elevates that social atmosphere like to the nth degree. So yeah. I like that one. Yep. Um, Oreos are life. Kate Kate says I'm thankful that my fiance bothers me less because <laughs> Roberto's off playing games yeah. and bothers Kate yeah, less. So that's great. Wow. Um, bad board game covers. Who I'm not winning anymore. That challenge. Oh no, well not 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 for now. Yeah, I, maybe There's I got time. a little cocky on the last. There's time. <laughs> you did good in the last um, two, I think. I, yeah, I went two and one. three this last. I went one and or one and two last week, and I'm two and one this week. So hopefully, I'm getting back right. into it. Um, he says just an insanely supportive uh, Instagram content creators, which he is amazing. So it's like people yeah. want to be supportive. How could you him? not he support, support him? Yeah. yeah, he's. Like one of the best. The Board Game Snobs podcast Ooh. chimed in and said they are thankful for the Board Game Snobs podcast, <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense. That's yep. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Right. I'm thankful, I'm for, thankful them for them too. 
I said it second. No, I Damn said it. it. Oh. <laughs> he said no, so I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're great. Um, fantasy in the flight, fantasy instant flight says the same kind of thing to people, just the people you meet. Yes. Um, Sam McMeeple says check DM, so I'll read that in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> Emily says friendly community. Everyone is ready to recommend a game or help each other in some way, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, little buddy. It's I, I like that recommending a game part. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. Which yeah. is also like hurt your wallet, but everybody's yep. yeah. ready to say like. Oh, if you've played that, try this. Right. Try this. Try this. That's and I'm like, true. okay, That's okay, okay. And this is the hobby to hurt your wallet. Yes. You'll get just ask and you'll get a ton. Yep. People love talking about the games they love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brush monkey, monkey ando. Um, he said for the amazing games I get to play and even more so the amazing people I get to meet and talk to along the way. And he said, looking at the three of you, wink. Ooh, that's oh, us. Oh, shit. All right, all right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. QVO Games says all the creativity put into these awesome games that we get to play. Yes. Which is yeah. also that's so another cool. thing. You play these games, you're like, how on earth yeah. did this person connect? Like you play a Vital Lacerda game, you're like, how? How does somebody's yeah. brain think to do this? Mm-hmm. One person. It doesn't make any sense. That, yeah, that blows awesome. my mind. People yeah. are so, I'm like, how did you? Wh- Genius why? level stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Osgore, um, interacting with these crazy and awesome people, of course. He says he also loves getting creative and like taking pictures and posting it on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and just yeah. like that kind of challenge is, is fun and it, almost a hobby in itself, yep. yeah. which I think is really a cool. meta hobby. We have uh, better half reviews, the conversation and the friendships that if uh, that they've had with people all around the world. No, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. This French toast echoes that again. The people and the friendships that I've, we've made, and I'm assuming she's obviously talking about. Has to be. Natalie. Yep, um, Natalie. Because <laughs> they're going to the mall together. <laughs> That's Emily. <laughs> That's Emily. Oh, yeah. you and Emily are going yeah, to the mall. Yeah, her and Emily are going Sam's to the mall. Sam's not invited. Sorry, Sam. You can't go to the mall with them. <laughs> well, when Sam moves closer to us, she's totally coming this to the mall. This is an A and B trip, so let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a taco burrito conversation, not Joe's. <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, I've never heard that. That's I've never great. heard that one. No, <laughs> I haven't either. Not Emotional not cyborg, ones. Janelle, it says it brings people together that otherwise would have no business being friends. <laughs> <laughs> like Natalie and Jack. Which is not, yeah, like the two of us. Exactly, that's exactly right. <laughs> we were friends before this <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's kind of true. Like, you know, Swoozle lives in Austria. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do we have? Like, we have some yeah. stuff in common or like, we, we wouldn't normally talk to each other if it never. weren't for yeah. this. Totally. Right, how cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Janelle says, "Restoring my faith in humanity. Seriously, it's a welcoming and supportive, um, energetic kind of community. Very in the best way. Common. All these are very share a very common thread, and, and and it's like the greatest thing for humanity. If like all politicians heard this Instagram inbox, I feel like they'd be like, well, everyone in the world just needs to play board games, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just so because everyone is just so accessible for yeah. everybody. Yeah. So Sam and Michaela sent me uh, two different ones. Um, Michaela <laughs> says memories Sam and I have created." Um, playing board games, which okay. is just very cool. And then yep. all the people that they have met. And then Sam says three things, um, which I don't even, I don't, they re- responded from two different accounts. So it's mm. like, it's cute. They say the same thing. <laughs> Kayla and I have um, the same taste in games. So I'm creating those memories, That's, yeah, getting to punch out pieces in a new game. He just loves the moment of yeah. like, Wow. Opening a new game, punching, punching pieces, organizing. He likes that. Well, you're going to want to get Luna Capital. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a great time with that one. Um, and then he says, the game caster is making the start of every week wicked entertaining. Oh, Aww. wicked. He's Boston, Wicked, right? yeah. Bostonian. Yeah. And then oh, um, super nice. I just got a message of, like an hour ago from Amanda and Wally. We didn't and, get in there in the last second, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I missed it. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Do it. We're not. We haven't recorded yet. So this is Main Street Meeple. This is Amanda responding. Board games. She says being able to connect with friends through playing games that could otherwise be impossible. Meeting awesome people in the community who understand and also love the hobby. She's like, I know they're pretty generic answers, but they're true. Yeah. And it is again. I like those answers. What you said, Ryan, about like, you know, if everybody like heard this, 
because I mean it's true. Yeah, might they try? Everybody it? that we talk to, everyone comes from a different place, a different background, different lifestyle. You know, yet we're all like we have this common thing, and we we get along and we share it together. You know, where there's a lot of other things where that could make us not ever. Talk and it's to not like other. we're all a bunch of furries. <laughs> you know, board games is not something no. I think that I think yeah. everybody could get on board with this. If you're yeah. a furry out there, we it's cool. That's cool. Showers, no, I'm, I'm cool with we, that. Like, well, f- furries are probably well bathed. And yeah. if you are a furry, What's talk the to thing me. Where I'll you get into like that. Pretend to be like a dog or a yeah, horse. I think that's a furry, right? No, furries where you just dress up like you an animal and then like you bang a... each other. <laughs> but don't you pretend like you're the animals too? Yeah, but I thought there's one that like you, you like someone walks you. It's almost like a dominatrix oh. kind of thing where you like pretend to be like a like a horse. I think it was on like my weird obsession or I'll something. I mean, I horse you. I, yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> anyway, crazy. that took a turn. My bad. Thank you. That's all good. <laughs> I love a horse Pepsi. Horse Coke, okay? <laughs> Nay. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Those, see, I, again, those answers. I was hoping we would get those answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, as opposed to as opposed to like I don't know more like more like jokes. I'm thankful I I oh. got Santorini for my last you know what I mean oh, like yeah, it yeah. was more like I'm thankful for the friendships I've made for the people I've met right you know that's that's what it's all about for the really. podcast I've heard yeah exactly so that's cool in today's game of the episode we're going to be doing the game we do when there's no time for a game to do we've never gotten this one all the way never. But today, today is the day that we still don't do Let's it. Maybe see the I clash think. of Natalie and myself. <laughs> yeah, we've got. Are we itself. not in sync today? We've got very. You know what? This is what's going to bring us together. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this will bring us together. <laughs> we have gotten very, very close before. Yeah. Natalie, can you pull up a timer, please? On your like what twenty six? Like stop twenty. Yeah, you're going to use my like phone. That. Yeah, I'm we've close. gotten very close. So the way this works, everybody, if you haven't heard this before, is Natalie is going to have three minutes to try to get Jeff to guess 30 games. She can say whatever the fuck she wants as long as she doesn't say the name of the game in the title. So she has three minutes to do it. Um, We have never done this before. We've played this, I don't know, seven or eight times now. We've never done it. Today is the day. On your marks. Get set. Oh, we're about to start. The game that Ryan and I played that we got from DrumCon last night. Luna Capital. Um, the game that you played with Dave. The Hunger. The game we just played with Scissors. Cutterland. Um, uh, you're one of your favorite games that we like the cooper- cooperative expansion. Orléans. Oh, God. <laughs> skip. I don't know what You were right. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> what's his name? I don't know. Faster, faster, Pass. faster. Hallertow. Um, Vitale Asterda Planet. On Mars? Yeah. Blue. Azul. Vitale Lacerda. Uh, oh, Lisboa. <laughs> <laughs> the blank and right that we are obsessed with. Um, ha- Hadrian's Wall. Yes. Um, the party game with all the little cards with the, with the words. Pictures? Nope. Um, Codenames? Yes. Okay. Ah! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Something's happening. It went, the, it went blank. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. My, my favorite game with all the tiles. Coco. Castle of Burgundy? Uh, no. Istanbul. Yeah. Uh, the one about Nixon. And there's a two-player game. Oh. Not Nixon. Uh, yeah, I'll pass. Nixon. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. Um, the one with, like, I think it has, like, zombies or something. And there's, like, <laughs> I don't know this game. Dead of Winter? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, the one that, that Ryan's really good at with the two tracks that, like, pass each other. You know what I mean? Um, Rahaz of the yes. Ganges. Okay. And then the other one's Watergate. Yes. yes. He's okay. Great. Um, the one... 
the stained glass one with the colorful dice. Sagrada. And then the one with the goggle thing. The <laughs> Chronicles of Crime. Yes. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Oh, the goggles. One of your other favorite games that, that oh. It has, Underwater like, Cities, Trajan. It's not like Alma Mater, but it's the other one. Coimbra? Yeah. Okay. The one that I don't like with the farms. <laughs> the old school game. Agricola? No. With the farmings and I can't figure it out. And it has oh, tiles. Oh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a city in Greece. And it has Santorini. like the, Yes. Um, this is one. Got about a minute left. This is like a crimey one. Crimey one. Detective. Um, and it's like the has like a bunch of stuff, and you have to figure out the weapon or how or like the stuff involved. Oh no, crimey one. Oh, uh, to, to, no. Uh, to, to. Pass it. Japan. Okay. <laughs> Deception, murder, yes. Hong Kong. Next. <laughs> there was a giant one of these at Galaxy. The Galaxy Trucker. We're giving it to him. Go on, keep going. We're giving it to him. The auction one with like the modern art. Yes. Okay. Um, this other big game that we all love. It has like space and it has like a bunch of numbers in it in the name. Thirty seconds. Um. Oh, uh, Pulsar twenty eight forty nine. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is one where like you you get beer there and it has like pieces that you can like put in the caverns of TV. Yeah. Oh. I don't know how you got that. Okay. <laughs> the Hadrian's Wall. What? Imperial settlers. Got fired. Okay. Uh, um, okay. The one with the big piece of paper and a bunch of stuff big all over it. Uh, micro macro. Yes. Okay. The one with white piece black. Ten seconds. Bees and like tiles. It's called bees. <laughs> Maybe bees and, and bugs and it has like these like hive mind tiles. hive. Yeah. Just okay. hive. All so right. We have this tournament and it has a little magnet and the blue the blue thing. Oh yeah, class. Yeah. Time. Oh, uh, you got there. to thirty. But I but you, you put, skipped. When you put stuff like Maracaibo. I do not remember anything about that game. Well, Maracaibo. I know. How do I know what you I don't remember? I don't know what, what you to don't. say about it. I. <laughs> Could have been like what the game by your boy. Hardly newer. You didn't know that was Vista. So you missed Maracaibo. Okay. Lost Ruins of Arnett. I was mad about that. All I kept reason. trying to think of was um, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Indiana Jones. And I couldn't think of his name, and then I forgot. And out. she's. I think she skipped Lorenzo El Magnifico. Yeah, yeah I didn't get that I did. one. So those are the th- we missed three. Twenty-seven. That's pretty good. <sighs> That's pretty good. Yeah, we were there. No, we're close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was our. I think our best record score. was like twenty-eight. Maybe. Yeah, I feel but like that was very close to it. That was very close to it. Here's your phone back. That was good. You did grand. Nice, nice job. Nice, nice job. Nice. Okay. So the top five of the episode. This is another game. Uh, top five. We were kind of doing about Thanksgiving, except we're spinning it on its head a little bit. And this is the top five <laughs> games we're thankful that we never have to play again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go in order. We're gonna go Jeff, Natalie, me. Okay. All right, Jeff. Whenever you're ready. Games, Take us into your number five. Games I never have to play again. You are so thankful for. I'm so thankful. Don't have to play. That again. I never, ever have to play Cards Against Humanity ever again. <laughs> uh, that's number five? Yeah. Yeah. The game's yeah, not yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. It's not fun anymore. You know what's funny about that, too? I was a huge, like, proponent for that game when, when it first came out. And there yeah. was, like, all these threads on Board Game Geek about how people hated it. And I was always defending it. Like, no, it's great fun. I loved getting all the new stuff every time. Now, I could not be harder. It's like Nickelback now. It's like cool. Yeah, I, I hate that game. I just don't want to play it anymore. There, it's boring. I, it's I, yeah. I'm never gonna suggest it. I'm never gonna want to play. I just am like yeah. It's lowest common denominator humor. Yeah. I it, it has its place. Like it was hilarious the first twenty times we played it, and then it got less funny, and then it got less funny, and now I'm just like I don't want to. Yep. I don't. Yeah. And, and if if you have a group of nons and this is your game, then. Just keep at it. If you're having fun with it, go. Totally. But it's just I don't ever want to play it again. Yep. And I'm thankful. That Understood. I don't have That's to. a great choice. Yeah. That's Cards Against Humanity. Natalie, what's your number five? Uh, my number five. Oh boy. 
It's kind of random. It's this game called Silk because it just grossed me out. <laughs> I hated the you theme. You did the not game like wasn't that fun, theme. but I also hated the theme and it was yucky. <laughs> and yucky. I just like, get rid of this. Ooh. Yeah, you do. I remember you were like, ew. <laughs> you thought it was a game on the board games or bullshit, basically. <laughs> yeah. Silkworms, what is yeah. this? this is Number five for me is a game that we played that I was so excited about. And after we played it, I was like, ah. I hate. I don't. I just really did not like it at all. It's a Terra Mystica clone called Clans of Caledonia. Mm, oh yeah. yeah, I remember we played that. Not. I, I did not. Did we even finish it? I don't. Remember. I think we did. We finished it. But I remember thinking halfway through, I was like, I don't want to. I want to stop, and I don't yeah. want to keep. I don't want to play this ever again. So I'm very happy that it's gone and we don't have to play it again. Uh, Jeff, what is your number four? <laughs> My number four is a game that Joe had that we played. Um, called Extraordinary Pirates or Adventures. Oh, of, right, the one Devin I don't, hated. I remember. <laughs> I don't want to play that. it so much. I don't necessarily remember the whole name of it. <laughs> extraordinary. It has to be something with like Roberts. adventures and ex- it's like Extraordinary Pirates something. Like yeah. there's an adventures maybe in there, but either way, it is just not fun. Extraordinary Adventures Pirates. Extraordinary okay. Adventures semicolon colon dash Pirates Absolutely. question mark. It's not fun. <laughs> Um, it's a pickup and deliver game, which I don't usually gravitate to. Same and here. then it's also just not fun. Um, <laughs> it takes an eternity. We played with six people. It took Ugh. the entire night of just, and your turn was one second, and Ugh. everybody else is just was miserable. Um, so I will never play that game again, and I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> Thank you. I like it. Natalie, number four. Uh, number four for me is a game called Pandemic Legacy <laughs> Season 1. Ooh, man. We played like... that literally two times. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't ever want to play it again? No. Why I did hated you hate it, it so times. much? You did I didn't think you did. Yeah, I didn't like it. Wow. I'm bummed that we I want to play Remember, it we're so getting rid of bad. It. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> I know. Because so you. I'm thankful that you let me get rid of it so we don't have to okay, play it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Damn. I didn't know you didn't like it that hardcore. Okay, number four for me is a game that we're giving to Jared the Meeple Mentor, and it's called Arch Ravels. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that game was the most uninspired, simplistic, boring, just non-fun crap of a game. I did yeah. not enjoy I was. It made me angry that a game like that made it through to development when... Uh, a bunch of other games, I'm sure that are so much better than that. Don't get greenlit or whatever it is. It's just, yeah. it's one of those things that I'm like, how is this a game? It was very cutesy and cute, and the idea was cute, but man, it was just so like, Boy, it was it. just like a, yeah. a regular. That's why we bought it. It doesn't didn't seem like a hobby game. Yeah, agreed. Yes, I would agree with that. It seems like you would buy it at like you would go you would go like out to like Joanne Fabrics and they would have this there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. here's a little game you can play about yarn, and it's yeah. I did not it's like, like that. I'm so happy to never have to play it again. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's Arch Ravels number four. Jeff, what's number three? Number three goes along with Natalie's, and it's Pandemic: The Cure. <laughs> um, or oh, really, just like the circles. Yeah. Okay. Um, that one I specifically hated the most. The <laughs> most. But regular Pandemic is also, also a game that sucks. I will never ever play. I don't like. There's nothing about that game. I, I would definitely try the legacy version, right? I would try it. I'm sure the few, first few games would be just so as bad. boring as re- regular Surprise. pandemic to me is just boring. Yeah. I don't get into the theme too much. I think it leads to like some quarterbacking and I don't yeah. even have to like, that it's like the poster. It's like the poster or, child yeah, that's for quarterback. Yeah. Problem versus, you know, I was at least like, why am I even playing? At least with the defenders of the realm or something like that, which has a similar, you know, move to a place, destroy something, you know, it's, it's monsters. I get to roll a dice and it's, got some cool cart like there's some different stuff to it that makes me would want to play that more than anything pandemic the cure i felt like was just we played it and it was 
so easy and then it just was was not fun. Gotcha. And I felt like you could just sit there and plan everything out and I don't know. Just, You're thankful I, I you don't no, ever have to play that again. Yeah, I'm thankful. Yeah. Awesome. Natalie, what's your number three? My number three is Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, good good answer. I, rem- I think right after I played this, you were like, okay, I'll just get rid of it. Yeah. Because I was like, I did not like this game. You know, I'm not the best at some of the social deduction games. And this one especially, I just felt like everything, I just couldn't figure it out. You know, like yeah, you assume, whenever I they lied, lying, yeah. everybody knew exactly when I was lying all. or I didn't lie and they knew, you know, and then I could never figure out when, and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, I didn't, I'm just I didn't like, like that game either. Yeah. We played it at, you were at the you. game night once at Bill's. Yeah. And that's when we're like putting stuff in like a pouch and you're yep. like, I have two apples. Yep. Right. And you're trying to sneak it past the sheriff. Yeah, but if you're right and he opens game. it, then he loses yeah. stuff. And if yeah, you're people wrong, really like that game. That's definitely one of they the games do. People I love that being game. like, yeah. I would be. I'm with you 100%. I did not enjoy it at all. Number three for me is a game that a lot of people love, including Natalie. And I fucking hated it for, for a similar reason. I think if Jeff, let's say Jeff played um, uh, the beer game. Heaven and Ale. Heaven and Ale. This last time and let's say he got 10 points again you know he got even worse somehow wouldn't you just be like all right enough's like, enough. This is enough enough's yeah. enough yeah. get, get out this game out of my face that's how i feel about this little game called the fox in the forest oh i like that game. i know you do i played this game with natalie up like 20 times in a row i felt like when we got it and i, I don't think i won she just i don't think i was you. close it's a game where you don't want to remember how I was like. Yeah. If you get first place, you get last place. But if you get last yeah. place, yeah. You, that's you don't want to win all the, win all the tricks. It's bad to win all. But of that them. like goes against my brain for trick taking <laughs> games. I want to fucking win the trick. I just want to. But if you win them all, you lose. You have to win like most of them. <laughs> right. If you win like none of them, you lose. You win all of them, you lose. You win most of them, you might just yeah, win. So but you lose, can't do that because twist. Natalie's on your other side of you, just beating Destroy the shit out of you. you. Fuck that game. Fox in the forest can suck my dick. <laughs> oh my god. I'm thankful that I don't have to play it again. Jeff, what's your number two, man? My number two is Tiny Towns. Yeah, that was gonna be on my list. I, I knew Jeff's going to have that. Yeah. This is just no fun. Uh-huh. Why is that fun? It's not. Yeah. No one convinces me of why nope. it's fun. Because uh-uh, it's not fun. It's they not don't even fun. know. Oh, this cube I get to put here? Okay, great. It's not what I wanted. Nope. Oh, this cube gets to put here? But you have it's to. It's not what I wanted. But you got but to now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, now it's my turn to pick a cube? Well, my board's already full. Yep, I can't do it. I don't want to play I anymore. hate that game. Tiny Towns is dumb. That's a game I felt so much closer to you than I ever have in my life because everyone fucking loved it. And we played it separately. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Me and Natalie played it, and you and, and Devin more played than it. Once. And and so we were I like, it like five. We times. were like, "What do you guys think?" And you guys, you were like, "We hate it." And I was like, "Oh, thank God, we hate it too. We hate it so much." Yeah. We and played think, it back to back, and then I played with my students a couple times. I played it four or five times, and none yeah. of none people of are wrong, man. People are just wrong. <laughs> I remember it. Say, yeah, we were like played it, and we we're like, well, maybe there's something we're missing. And we played it again, and we're like, no, it sucks. No, it just sucks. Was guess not what? Fun. That's my number two. Also. Oh, boom! <laughs> nice. So tell us about Tiny Towns now. <laughs> number two for me. So I love word games. Uh, one that came out in recent memory that I love so much is Letter Jam. That's yeah. a fantastic game. There was a word game I was so excited for by Tim Fowers called Paperback. Mm-hmm. And it's like a deck building game where you're building words. And I played it. Man, does that uninspired drivel. You're building the words all the time are basically just like that. <laughs> Fact. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like. Didn't we play it at the library? Yeah, we played at the library. There's a co- there's like a cooperative version that you can play, and it still sucks. Yeah, we were like, this it's is not inspired. It's very uninspired. It's just not fun. I want a word game to give you like these awesome moments of like, wow, I can make these really cool. No, paperback does not do it. Um, it's not fun. If you think it's fun, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I'm like the the main person who's like. There's a game out there for everybody. If we don't like it, you yeah. might like it. But no, these games, these I do not like these wrong. games, and I don't understand how anybody else could. Jeff, what's your number one? My number one is another game we played of Joe's. 
called Unicornus Knights. Okay, <laughs> good was, answer. That was that was the first game I thought of for this. Probably list. one of the most miserable experiences that we've of had all of our game. lives. <laughs> and we played it, and the story was bad. That's when Dave was like, "Does anybody give a shit about what's going on in this game?" We were like, "No." And then we played it, and we're like, "This was so bad." And Joe did some research on the game, and someone posted like, "Yeah, you just one person just has to stay back and send resources, and pretty much just waste their in every game. turn doing yep. something." And it's like, "What a miserable Why? game!" Who designed that? And and I was excited was too because it's cooperative. I was yeah, like excited it for that. Cool. Like it could have no, been cool. It was not. Fun. It wasn't though. So. I'm thankful that I will never have to play that Plus, game again. Plus, the name is Don't so stupid. Unicornus <laughs> Knights is I a hate dumb, that name. It's a dumb name. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Very good. Natalie, what is your number one? My number one is something that you guys completely disagree with, but I have always felt the same way okay. about it. And it's called The Resistance. Totally fine. And I feel like I don't have to play it again because all these years have gone by and you've never even mentioned and that is great, at, at great personal toil for me yeah. because that's one of my favorite games ever. Although the reason I'm not so upset about it is we've had our plays. Yeah. yeah. Jeff and I have played that game 50 plus yeah. in a night. Yeah, no, <laughs> Basically, yeah. we've had the some of the best memories, I think. If I were to compile a list of, of my favorite board gaming memories in games, a couple of them, I think, would be from resistance plays that Jeff and I have had together. Yeah. One I can remember specifically at your mom's house. It's, that I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And there's a bunch of other ones that are very similar. I understand. I wonder, though, if after playing Night of the Ninja, if you might be more open to playing another social deduction game again. And if the resistance might not I'm make not, you... I'm not open to social deduction, not, not. but there's certain ones that I just don't find fun. I just find stressful. And yeah, I have, I, have, we, have we played the resistance together? Me and you? Maybe. I can't even remember ago. when you played it. Long time ago. Maybe we, I guess maybe it was at a nerd fest or something. Maybe, but we, you would play Night of the Ninja. I liked again. Night of the okay. Ninja. Yeah, maybe actually. maybe try it one more time. I'm not. I don't. If you don't like it again, I understand the, how it stresses you out. I get that. But I, I, I would, I would say maybe, maybe we try it one more time before. I we just never said I don't want to play it again. I just said I'm thankful I don't have to play hmm. it again. Well, you might though. We might have to. Or you All right, shouldn't be on the list then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, fine. I'll play it with Jeff. You can watch us play and be like, oh, they're having so much fun. Like, I want to oh, try that. Much fun there. Number one for me. This might be my most hated game I've ever played. <laughs> okay, so Jeff and I, I are not is. fans of train-themed games. Oh. I don't really... I don't know. It's funny. Is. I don't know why we're not... Why it bothers... It doesn't bother us, but it doesn't... I don't typically care about theme. Typically. Yeah. I don't, it a theme does not really stop me from playing a game, typically. When I see someone's like, oh, this is a, a, theme about, a game about trains, it kind of like turns me off. I find nothing fascinating or exciting about the train world right. at all. So, is this game about even? Is this game I'm about to talk about even about trains? I don't know. <laughs> There's wow, this game called Age of Industry. Is that about trains? I think it, it is. It's kind about of, right? industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the age when industry. I think it's was... about trains, and it's designed by Martin Wallace. And I was could not have been more bored when the rules were explained but worse than that i started to play the game were you in the were you in this oh, play yeah <laughs> we talked about that last time we played i started to be, i started to take my turn and four at least four things in a row that i tried to do bill was like nope nope can't do that 
I was like, oh, I'll do this. No, we can't you do really that. Jerry. You gotta have this. Yeah, he yeah. zoned out during. The I completely play. was just like during the I, I rules. Thought I knew what know. I was doing, yeah. but no, I had no clue, and I got so mad because I was like, all right, I fine, I'll do this. And he's like, no, you can't do that. You gotta have this first. And I'm like, oh, okay, well then I'll do this. He's like, well, you can't get that yet because it's not that. It's <laughs> oh not. The, it's not the right I turn. You can't you do that until so turn three. Good. And I was like. Fine, I'll just play this card. And he's like, well, <laughs> you can't do that because you don't have this resource. And I'm like, well, what the, I'll just do this then. He's like, no, you got to have And I'm like, ah! Like, just tell like, me what so I can do. Yeah. He did while he was explaining the rules. And, and, right. and I, did, I hated it so, I hated it so much. And I am so happy that I will never have to play that again. I, even if, 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 I, if I come back to the game group, and I'm just like, and Bill's like, we're gonna play Age of Industry tonight. No, I'm not coming. You just walk out the I just door. Would not, no, I would just I'd be like, I'm not coming. We've, since then, we've only played it once. Really? So since in, then, only once. Yeah. Holy cow! And it was that was a long time. Fairly recently, because he was in his new house, so it was probably a handful of months. Okay. Ago and that was brought up that that moment. Yeah, we talked about. We were like, <laughs> we, we basically we said, like, the, all right, Ryan didn't understand anything that needed to be happening. Nothing. <laughs> and just pay attention to these parts because this is where Ryan didn't pay attention. It was <laughs> like, but it was just I so hope funny. He uses that every time he yeah. teaches it from now on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. I it was so bad. I made a geek list on Board Game Geek, which you can find that recounts my step by step how it happened so that's my number one that is uh do you guys have honorable mentions again the last like five lists i've stopped it gone five and stopped what is your honorable mentions that stupid game tuberinth (laughs) well it didn't sell so you might have to play it again i'm not gonna play it in fact the first time i played it i couldn't even play it because i couldn't even play it do it couldn't even do it. a lot of the reasons i think these games are on our lists maybe for me anyway are like i'm just very 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 bad at them you know, and so that they don't make me feel hurts good. Your, so yeah, I'm glad right. I don't have to I'm play glad it I don't have to play it again. <laughs> Did you have any other Jeff, yeah. or was that it? I had like cash and guns. I really don't want to play I anymore. I almost put that on my list. <laughs> That's just kind of one that I'm, I'm yes, over past it. it, just over. Yeah. yeah. Um, we played the level level seven protocol or whatever. Level oh seven, yeah, level seven Omega. No, level seven. I think Omega Pro- Omega Protocol is the good. It's one. like the good one. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm gonna find it. Really, like a ticket to ride game. I yeah. I think that I will. <laughs> Like, maybe be forced to play at some point, but really don't want to. Escape, um, right? Level 7 yeah, Escape. Escape was the bad one. Yeah. Yeah, the t- any Ticket to Ride, really, or um, Railways of the World, or <sighs> those kind of games where I'm just like, I don't yeah. want to do yeah. that. It just doesn't train. seem, f- I don't know, that stuff doesn't yeah. seem fun to me. There's Land, a boring, a, it's a goofy game called Bowling for Zombies. That, that game sucked. Up. That game sucked. I it was just that like, game. play a card and see what happens. It was, that was like the rules. funny. But it was yeah, funny with how it, bad it was. But it we was playing bad. with the fun group. Yeah, um, right. It was all of us. Because it was like, oh, you played this and you played that, so you win. It's like, well, why? I don't know. You play another <laughs> card. Move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was not I'm, fun. I'm scared that I'm going to get that in some white elephant gift or something sometime. <laughs> um, and then you might have to play it again. Because then I might have to play it again. <laughs> yeah. Jack's like, what's this game, Daddy? Yeah, and you're no. like, no, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. So we are all thankful that we don't ever have to play that shit ever. Again. Except maybe the resistance for now. Nope. Yep. Okay. That's good. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters podcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. There's also a merch 
merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Bye.